0: The College Experience database top twenty-five on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is the place you want to bet to get on all the college basketball and NBA action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ACE per head Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceprehead.com backslash SGP. That's aceprehead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Propswap. Propswap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to Propswap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, When you use the promo code SGP, you get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's propswap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Bokes Valentine's day is just right around the corner. And Bokes company has you covered with a variety of beautifully styled bouquets, uh, sweet treats, plants, gifts, and succulents bloom starting at $39. That's B O U Q S.com backslash SGP. For 25% off, once again, that's B-O-U-Q-S dot com backslash SGP for 25% off. We're also brought to you by the NBA Frauds Contest on the NBA Odds Pod. We're giving away $1,000 if you're able to identify the frauds for the second half of the NBA season. Go to SGPN.io backslash NBA Frauds. That's SGPN.io backslash NBA Frauds. Welcome to the college experience. (laughs) I'm glad to be back. Welcome to the Dantabase Top 25 Edition. And my co host, (laughs) I know you're probably sick of my dumbass laugh, but I'm going to keep doing it because this next guy's a dumbass and he'll appreciate it. We're talking about the limousine riding, jet flying. Woo! Sideline burrito eating. Wheeling and dealing. Give it up for former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, Oh. Throw the little brown chalk in the air. Throw Boom. the little brown chalk in the air. It's, it's out there. It's in the air. And right? in
1: case you people didn't know. Oh yeah. The host of this show. Oh, yeah. I even rhymed that. I'm yeah. a poet. Didn't know it. <laughs> oh okay. We got the gutless wonder of the West, the man who thinks he's the best. That's true. That's true. Ryman, once again. That's right. Always the man who loves a nice breast. He's a creep who loves to sniff undies. (laughs) He's got the lead pipe lock, so some call him Pick Dundee. you know him as the database. He's throwing knowledge in your face. He's bringing the B D E. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Colby D in the place to be
0: the swinging to base, the swinging to base. I don't know what that West. means. People always say, "What's that mean?" Right. I have no fucking idea.
1: There's a lot going on there. Well,
0: you're swinging big BDE, yeah. but you're also swinging. You're swinging at life. You're, you're a batter in the batter's box. You're making these picks. You're putting them out there to the world.
1: That's right. Your big dick, because you have a tiny dick. Your big <laughs> dick in life is your knowledge of sports. There we go. College sports in particular, but all sports well, just in the general.
0: Fact, you, you lay them out there for people. That's people right. People can shit at me all times. All the time, you know. Yeah. I got, I posted a sh- someone shitting on me on Instagram the other day. Assholes. <laughs> Some guy hates me. Godless wonders it. really pieces of shit. Classic Rick Flair line. If you don't have haters,
1: you ain't doing it right. I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's, yeah,
0: it was something to that extent. I got to yeah. pull it up again. But okay. Flair, Flair oh, I follow Flair. All right.
1: Yeah, I mean there there is that sage wisdom right there that you've you've come that's across. What I'm saying, man. You must follow Flair.
0: Of course. He's just, he's the best American of I all mean, time. I mean, who are the people
1: in life that you want to like really follow?
0: Uh, some of them we're going to talk about tonight. Well, uh, there's a f- uh, one or two that is going to be making a an appearance in the extreme or the XFL.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Um, there's, there's one out there. Should we just give them the hint there? It's one of the greatest Sega Genesis games of all time.
1: That's right. People. Do yourselves. Let's just let's just reveal our secret here. We have a love affair for one Jerry, one
0: Glanville. I've been trying to get him on. I've sent the XFL emails. They have neglected me. Let's make a group effort (laughs) to get Jerry Glanville. I'm a big Jerry Glanville guy. Yeah, Uh, I like personality when it comes to football.
1: Yeah, talk about a guy who fits the fucking bill.
0: Yeah, exactly, man. Look at a guy that just knows. Look, and, and you know, I know Sam Weish hated him. And I love Sam Weish. Yeah, that's what I love though. For I could sit back and and, and appreciate both. Yeah, and appreciate how great the that contrast era of football was.
1: Yeah. You know, exactly. The man wore a fucking belt buckle <laughs> the size of your fucking head. You know, yeah.
0: He was the closest thing to Bum Phillips we've had since Bum Phillips.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was. He wait, Glavine was on the Oilers, right? Yeah, 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 dude. Ta- The Houston Oilers will (laughs) never be replicated in terms of a team that like was dedicated to making their staff and their players, their actual mascot, like, you know, and be the same thing. They went from Bob Phillips to Jerry Glanville. (laughs) Oh man. And they had the Tyler Rose, fucking Earl Campbell running. Like they were so fucking And they had Buddy
0: Ryan. Oh man. Punch Kevin Gilbride. Remember that?
1: Yeah, that's right. Dude, that team was... uh, just swaggy. They're
0: just amazing, man. Yeah, please, Titans, give up that name. Yeah, because I don't know if you know, this They can't be the Oilers. Yeah, They're the stupid Texans. Which I I'm demanding the NFL to pull a, a Charlotte Bobcat, Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, and take the Texans uh, give back to the David Oilers. David
1: Stern, Adam Silver, these fucking assholes, a
0: little credit <laughs> for turning it back to the Hornets for I getting agree. it turned around. Yeah, the Bobcats. What is that yeah. nonsense? Uh, how are you, buddy? How hell's, how's, how's everything? Life's good, you know. You
1: keep moving. You keep uh, chugging through it. Nothing to report, you know, domestic bliss in the uh, world of Patty seeing the place to be.
0: No, no, uh, no. uh, What was it? uh, Curry being thrown at you. Yeah. No, no sitting butt naked in a a, a pile of curry and wandering around
1: my uh, living room naked with my roommate wondering what the fuck is going on. None of that this week. (laughs) Although I did come home last night fucking obliterated.
0: Well, most of America did. It was the Super Bowl.
1: I went to a very nice house party with a nice pool and hot tub in the backyard. Good 100 people there. It was like a hot shot party. I was at. Did you enter the hot Hot ass broads? I did not. One guy did. He was the hero, right? It was fucking cold. So (laughs) girls didn't go
0: in the hot tub? No. Kind
1: of lame. Kind of lame.
0: Well, that's L.A. Yeah. You know.
1: no, they just they don't want to mess up their you makeup You go to the
0: hot tub every fucking day. You know That's what I
1: mean? Um, you don't
0: even need a hot tub, really.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you just uh, I don't know. These 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 hoes ain't loyal. Um but uh <laughs> I don't know what the fuck, fuck. I'm just saying stupid shit like usual.
0: I had my Colombian uh, send me another text Apologizing yeah, how's that? Haven't Rogue. gone back to the, to the well, but I think it's close.
1: Well, I'll give you credit, buddy. You are a little more uh, dedicated to playing the hard, you know, hard you game, know. punish them for their fucking stupidity.
0: You know, make them work for that D you, as my father says, one of the, one of the worst quotes of all time, Buying books, send them to school and what do they do? They eat the, eat cover. the fucking cover. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's fucked that up, but he's told me it for 500 <laughs> years in a row. F- no, no, I've no, like- Explain
1: to our people what that means. It's pretty self-explanatory. I, feel I
0: like. don't feel like he's actually saying the quote correctly. <laughs> I believe my father. You know my father. He can mess up a lot of quotes. Hell <laughs> he's of a good guy. Great guy. But been can, known to uh, botch yeah. a name or so two. I'm up. sure he's forgetting out an important ingredient in that quote. That would probably make it more more. I think it makes sense.
1: You buy them books, you send them to school, right? You do everything for them. You eat the cover though. Why (laughs) is it eat the cover? Because they're
0: fucking morons, right? Well, you could be you could be morons in a lot of ways. You could throw away the cover. You could fucking
1: but only a a true moron would eat the cover of a book. Mm. It reminds me. I, I don't even want to go into it. Uh oh. One of my associates, you know, looks after. Certain people. I'm going down a rabbit oh, hole gosh. here. Oh, God. Anyway, he's trying to improve their situation in life, and and they're eating their shoe. So, uh, <laughs> like literally, like they eat their shoe,
0: like a Chuck Taylor.
1: Yeah, like a Chuck Taylor. They they swallow pieces of their shoe.
0: Really? So my dog does that.
1: There it is. When he was a puppy. Okay, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what we're getting at here is that Colby uh, Dan is bringing you the the fucking greatest podcast you've ever heard today. <laughs> and uh, where do we dive? Super in? Bowl. Super Bowl Su- recap, buddy. Super Bowl recap. You're
0: hammered at this party. You're probably not watching much football because there's hot ass all around you. Sure. But uh, you're out there in the trenches. It's a damn good game. I'll
1: give this Super Bowl a lot more credit than last year's. Uh, last year's is maybe the worst of all time. It's it's up there.
0: Last year's was from a from a, a boring standpoint. And I love a low, I love a seven to three football game. Yeah. But last year's was horrible.
1: Yeah. Last year's was got awful. Uh not only because the sc- there was no scoring. It's also in a dome. It was in a dome. I
0: don't like watching football as much exactly. in a dome as like watching it
1: outdoors. It was uh, the Patriots against the Ram team that everyone knew didn't deserve to be there, and also um, had no chance of winning that game from the get go.
0: Yeah, you can't give Belichick two weeks to prepare for fucking Jared, Jared Goff. Goff sucks, right. Island.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then uh, lo and behold, that came to fruition. It was a super uh, boring game. I had. Some white trash person in a Tom Brady jersey talking shit to me. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I forgot about that. Someone <laughs> got in my face after I was saying very <laughs> unnice things to the Patriots fans, punched him <laughs> in the face. My hand hurt for about four months afterward,
0: but it was worth it. And it was, I believe that's worth it too. Yeah. You know? Um I thought the game was I thought the game was good. Like obviously I know people are outraged on a couple calls. One of those calls, I think though, you would, you would agree is bullshit. Uh, the, the, they were calling for a roughing the passer on uh, Jimmy G when he threw the ball like up in the air and the offensive alignment, it was basically a sack and he spun around and just tried to throw the ball up in the air. It was a dumb, yeah, that's not pat. That's not roughing the passer. You're being desperate fans, but I will say some of the other calls are questionable. Wait, they, they,
1: they were calling for a roughing the passer and they didn't call
0: called- a roughing the passer, Good. but I saw a lot of 49er fans being outraged at it.
1: The super bowl should be like the final two minutes of. A Final Four basketball game, generally speaking. Swallow the whistle. Yeah, exactly. Let the motherfuckers play it out. You know, I'm not saying entirely. Well, UVA was the recipient of a very nice whistle against Auburn last year. Uh, a couple, a couple, a
0: couple, a couple. Well, talk about swallowing the whistle. He didn't blow on the travel against Auburn. He
1: swallowed the whistle
0: when it counted. Yeah. Hey, yo. Then the foul on the
1: three. I thought they did a pretty good job on the Super Bowl this year.
0: I thought, the they, did, I thought they did I thought they did a really good job actually yeah,
1: yeah. referring wise I thought the only the only one that stood out to me was the, the George e- Kill pass interference. yeah okay yeah.
0: and I'm with you and but there was a
1: little questionable, and I thought the uh couldn't they have challenged it? I don't know how that works. I think you can challenge it. The challenge the pass interference? Yeah. Well, it's such a subjective call, you know, and it never gets overturned. Yeah. Every time the
0: players are breaking the rules on both sides. Why did you put that fucking rule into existence? What the overturn or the, uh, the the challenge, you shouldn't be able to challenge it. Like, oh, I mean, I've always argued that you should be able to challenge it if it's going to be a 50 yard penalty. Yeah. But to me, I don't think you should just, I don't agree with the willy nilly challenge. And I don't think it should be called the way that like the way the NFL calls pass interference is just retarded these days. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, having said that, I thought they did a decent job. Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the, it wasn't the uh, or the super
1: bowl, yeah. the 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 refs didn't take over the game at all. Yeah. You know, they let the guys play it out and
0: chiefs came up. I'm happy to see the chiefs get away. I mean, I, I don't, I was, I had the chiefs through some light action on the chiefs minus one and a half. There you go. But, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't hate the Snyder team, so I would have been happy regardless, as long as yeah. it was a good game. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was a good game and I thought it lived up to it, and I thought uh win win for the NFL.
1: Yeah. Very nice for the NFL. I will say one thing though, and this uh maybe I'm just uh looking for reasons to watch the NFL, but I don't think so. I'm gonna say lo and behold, the team with the more marketable quarterback. Right. The, the more better, mo- the sexier story,
0: the sexier Ury, 21 story. years without
1: a, Oh yeah. His, his, his tragedy with his son, the redemption, you know, i getting the monkey off of his back. Uh, Kansas city, getting the monkey off of their back 50 years without a super bowl. Kansas city was definitely the favorite. San Francisco hasn't like generated enough sexiness. They're coming out of the blue and no one, that storyline hadn't built for long enough. Everyone feels like, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I think a lot of America hated San Francisco when they were great before. So Really? I don't know. I, I didn't know personally. That. So maybe that's just my own personal bias. So anyway, I do think that Kansas City was the sexier storyline. Lo and behold, down the stretch, uh, they got it done, but I thought a couple calls went their way and maybe a couple non calls went their see, way.
0: See, I still think Kansas City was the better team three out of four quarters. I
1: know the first beginning
0: of the fourth quarter, the Niners were up ten. The but they Niners didn't score led any led
1: for seventy percent of the second half.
0: Yes. But that, that's a little unfair because the, the quarter, the fourth quarter is defining quarter. Sure. That quarter the the, they the took Niners the lead with three minutes left. No, no, but the Niners didn't, they, they came into the fourth quarter up 10. 10 yeah. So they didn't score anymore. And Kansas city. Scored. Well, yeah. They yeah.
1: got too conservative and they got so, stupid. So,
0: so I think three out of the four quarters chiefs were the better team. No,
1: I think they were very evenly matched. I don't think they were, the chiefs were. Uh
0: I don't think there was evenly matched match because Garoppolo is better. a liability. You saw it on the depot. Garoppolo is a little bit of a liability, but that's Screams not... Rick Meyer.
1: <sighs> Ouch. <laughs> Gosh. Uh that's not their bread and butter. And I think that's where my, that's more bone to pick is with the NFL is you saw it in the pregame, right? With rock, the rock doing the fucking intro. Oh, that was horrible.
0: That was fucking horrible. You
1: saw, okay. The halftime show had sweet ass. Look, where is the biggest shit bags on the planet? But like sweet ass shaking. Yeah. When you have the rock <laughs> uh, basically cursing on Are you, you're
0: talking the about the rock sweet ass. When the rock has <laughs> a sweet ass. Uh, the rock
1: before the game was something mean, he was throwing a little poem together and he, he dropped a, uh, so, something, some your candy ass. I think he said. And then uh, then you got Shakira and J-Lo shaking their candy asses at halftime.
0: And I was, I mean, look, I mean, I, I, I tweeted out something I thought people appreciated uh, saying that uh, next year they should just do a uh, a halftime show from a strip club in Bogota, right Right. <laughs> It'd be great because that's pretty much the way I felt. I mean, look, right. I'm not a fan, a gigantic fan of their music. I thought they're very attractive and I thought they're, I mean, right. I'm all for you're what... a red blooded American yeah, man. I thought this was great, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like per- personally. You know, I'm anti like halftime show. Yeah, and uh, complete I overproduction want, like, this, the of band. It. Right, have some bands Give going. Fucking marching band. No, I, not not. Yeah, exactly. Marching band. Not. Yeah, not wailing on a guitar. But I do like me. I love Latinas. Mm. So
1: this is well known.
0: They touch my demographics. Speaking
1: of Colombians. I saw you pointed out on Twitter that, uh, Shakira was Colombian. Yes. Yes. Colby is banging Shakira's cousin. Little do we know. <laughs> it um, was past tense. Yeah, it was
0: could change though this weekend.
1: Yeah. Once Colby gives in to, Before I uh, fly
0: off to, to Ohio. Yeah. By the way, if you're in the Dayton or Indianapolis or Cleveland area, I will be there with NC Nick. We're going to record live from, uh, Indianapolis on uh, next Wednesday, not this, not not three days from now, but next Wednesday. Yeah, we get NC Nick in Indianapolis. Boom, the database travels. Get out there. We want to meet you guys. Come, if you're in those Come areas, Don't get fucked up with this yes, idiot. Cleveland, Dayton, or Indianapolis next week. We know there's we'll a there. lot of drunks over there. <laughs> Rhode Island at Dayton, which is a huge game in the eight ten. 10 Yeah, And Xavier, who's fresh off a, a nice ass whooping of Seton Hall at Seton Hall. Boom. Travels to Butler. Shit. Butler, the original stadium from the nineteen twenties. They shot the end that the final scene from Hoosiers.
1: Basically, the the stories that have defined your basketball existence, right? Yeah. Colby is visiting the, the Mecca.
0: We were on a team called the Hoosiers a long, long time we were.
1: ago. We were eight years old. <laughs> Colby still had that wet three ball. And I still had stifling defense. And there we go. That was essentially the limitation that has uh, stayed with us for the entirety of our lives. <laughs> Not what I mean, we lose by uh when we lost by 96 Kobe didn't have a wet three ball. And I certainly uh, didn't dude, have any defense. <laughs> I think
0: it was welcome to UAB came at me because <laughs> he was a Travis Kelsey fan. And I, and I tweeted like he, I don't care how much the chiefs win. I cannot be a fan of Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And he goes. He would never lose by ninety eight points. And I go. Well, it's a good thing I never have either. Yeah. Ninety six. Correction, buddy. buddy. Ninety six <laughs> is what we lost by. Yeah, simmer down there. <laughs> Keep your attitude in check. All
1: right. Here's what I have to say, though. Okay. I don't like that yet again. The fucking running game comes up on the short end of the stick. At some point, the fucking. You know what? And guess what? Yeah. I'm gonna watch the uh, uh, XFL and again. And it and honestly, it it grates me. It it's like uh, sand in the clam. I'm gonna make a pearl out of this. It's gonna become a beautiful thing, and the running game will reemerge as a fucking respected factor in in, in the XFL in professional football. Whether the it be XFL's the XFL.
0: got some past happy coaches. I'll tell you
1: that. Well, you know what? As long as the the rules aren't overly catering to the sexiest storyline in the XFL which hopefully they won't be. Yeah. Then the run game will shine because it naturally is is as important of a component of the game as passing is, if not more in my,
0: yeah. I'd like to see more triple In my
1: beliefs. Yeah. I'd like to see more triple option too. All
0: right. Sorry. All right. Um, Where are we at? Where were we at here? Uh, College basketball? Yes. Let's uh,
1: why don't we take a a one second. Cheers to this Sapporo real quick. Colby's got us drinking the Japanese deliciousness. Yes.
0: Yeah,
1: right? mm. Where I Colby how you has your beer in a Mason jar. Oh yeah. Man, I keep it classy. Where Colby's got a, a sweet tooth for the Latinas. I have a sweet tooth for the Asians. You know,
0: I remember. Well, I hooked up with an Asian. Uh, right. I think you hooked up with an Asian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about the same? Asian? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Colby and I are Eskimo brothers here. Uh, no, but yeah, you, you tend to dig that. That's fine. Well, you know, I like Filipino. They're fun. They're if just, I had a, to,
1: they're very laid back.
0: And you know, I, I like, I like, uh, Thai. Always fun. Yeah. 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 As long as it's a chick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but you, you, which you never know, <laughs> but I mean, look, I, hot is hot all across the planet.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest, but yeah. I do favor some women more of others. every yeah. culture are hot, but certainly, uh, there's something about you, uh, but you
0: like a nice Japanese woman
1: repressed sexuality, which is often the case with the uh, Japanese Asian women in general. Oh, okay. I think it comes, okay. it comes out. That's why you watch like Japanese and German porn. It's always some fucked up shit. Whereas I you, told
0: you I went to that. <laughs> did I ever tell the story on air? Uh. Uh-uh. Me and Rob, you know, we're screening our pilot. Yeah. And we've met that our our director invites us to another thing that he got invited to that he didn't even show up to where he got too fucked up. Yeah. Our director was very rock and roll. I'll tell you that. Like he was hardcore. He was in a band. Yeah. And, uh, times you'd come over to his place and like, the, the true Hollywood story was happening. Like there'd be five people (laughs) naked in a fucking pool. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. This is when you would visit. Yeah, you just come over and he's just yeah, got that and going he's on. like,
0: let's let's work on the screenplay. Let's fi- let's touch it up a bit. Like, like, uh, <laughs> and you go over to the house and there'd be like five people naked and like glass broken in the living room and right. like lines just, on the table. Just <laughs> a fucking absolute shit show. Yeah, right. Um, but he invited us to this film festival. Yeah, that apparently he thought like, hey man, like Tarant like this is like Taren- uh, Tarantino esque. Yeah, it was like blood and guts film festival or something to that extent. Yeah. Well, we went there and me and Rob sit down and we uh we watched like maybe the we, we 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 got there a little early so we watched like fifteen minutes of the 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 last film. Yeah. And it was actually pretty badass. It was like an indie movie, but they were like it was some kick ass action, you yeah. know, like Stallone Schwarzenegger style, like, yeah, just, right, Jackie Chan style. Nice. Just and you're like, all right, cool. I can get on board with this. Fuck Yeah. Definitely like independent and from other countries. Yeah. But then the next one. So like that, that film trickles (laughs) out uh, like me and Rob stay in our seats and like maybe like seven or eight people come in and like uh, the next one was like the most ridiculous Japanese film. Like it started off from the top, like chick uh, guy gets married. Like it it starts off almost like a romantic, like a, like a rom, not not even a rom-com like a romance movie. Yeah. And you are like, The Man. notebook, you're watching the notebook yeah. here. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is this? I'm at a blood and guts festival. Like, this is supposed to be like Give me something Desperado or some shit. Right. Or from Dust till Dawn or something. But um then she she gets done with the wedding It's like, oh, I'm so glad to marry. But she was like very like sleaze. No, no, no. Played played like that first the role of like, oh, I'm innocent. Yeah. And then like once they got married, like apparently she would do all these crazy sexual things with them, right? Nice. Then, Then you find out that his dad is a paraplegic because of her and she, and she's been fucking his dad for years
1: as a paraplegic.
0: Well, he, well she made him a paraplegic
1: after she fucked yeah. him for years.
0: She had him like tied up to the bed and like fucking dude, it was the most fucked up movie ever. And I want. it broke like a, his
1: spine yeah. while fucking him. I, no, no, no. It Jeez, didn't really explain that. That is, that's, that's, it even down. had,
0: it even had points where like, uh, <laughs> it had oh, what's the, Oh, the clockwork orange. Like, She's drilling shit into his eye and shit. Good lord, dude! And then like
1: the people out there came here to listen, <laughs> dude. To college, me basketball. and
0: Rob are sitting there watching this, being like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and it gets to a point where then there's like, it's just, it's just too much. It's like there, there's like a, a scene where she goes into like, you couldn't. She, she's got like 20 guys and it's like uh, they're in the gay sex. Okay. And like, oh, okay. I was like, I don't okay. know what the fuck is happening. And we left. I don't know. Uh, this <laughs> is a college experience. We, we left. We don't one, know what the fuck we, is we, happening. We, we, we left mid uh, movie. Yeah. And we were just sitting there like. Cause there was like some like fat dude like two seats over loving this film.
1: He's just w- like wailing, this fat white like guy like wailing two, on his Jimmy two, two, over there. Two
0: two seats away from us, and I was like, dude, this dude's gonna start jerking off. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> how we doing? So about so about uh, about college basketball, huh? How you feeling about the old? uh What are we talking about? How did I get? How did you send me down this route? That hole?
1: was a, quite the transition we made there. So what, what was the point of that?
0: No, that, uh, that Japanese films are fucking crazy as yeah, shit. That's true. And with this, you said their s- sexuality was suppressed. Yeah. So I'm saying, yeah.
1: Yeah. You you noticed that. Yeah.
0: I could see that. <laughs>
1: <right>? <laughs> Maybe not when it goes to that level. Yeah. Uh, give me a me- middle ground there. <laughs> give me Filipinos. No, I think, I don't think they're repressed at all. Like, I don't know. Well, I'll have to keep hunting, but yeah. You know, like, uh, my brother theorizes that, uh, you know, super sexually liberated countries like what is that? Where's uh, where, where's the place where you go to get the fucking whores and the mushrooms and shit? Whores Amsterdam and mushrooms. Oh, okay. Where's that? Where's <laughs> Amsterdam? What, what country? I was like
0: Northern California. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> yeah, <And>
1: next door. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what do you mean? Like where? What, what country? Is that's it? Dutch? What, what is Denmark? Denmark is Amsterdam? No. Am I fucking? I'm an idiot.
0: Amsterdam is uh. Norway. This is terrible. Gosh, we're fine. I, I know this. I know this right now. <laughs> Pull that shit up. Pull that shit up. Our
1: heads are clogged with resin bong here.
0: Well, no, I'm doing shots right now. I, I, I've never been to Amsterdam, but I know what you're talking about. All right. You're going to
1: make me Google Amsterdam country on live here.
0: Cause I know the answer, but I'm just retarded right now.
1: It is Netherlands. Yes.
0: That's what I'm saying. I, Which knew it I think it's
1: Denmark. No, I, think I, fr- I have friends country. from Denmark. I Man, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about.
0: Copenhagen is Denmark. Okay. Copenhagen is Denmark, buddy. Okay.
1: Right? They're from uh, you go to the Netherlands, their <laughs> porn is all missionary, right? Cuz they're completely sexually liber- liberated. It's not about anything kinky. You've already done it. It's out there, you know. You watch two people it make sounds out. Sounds like you're talking
0: from personal experience from a guy that 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 thought that Amsterdam was in 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 fucking Denmark.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> It shows how much I know, which is absolute jack shit. So anyway, let's move on and talk about something we You're do like, know about. It's by London. <laughs> it's by London. Next door neighbor. <laughs> it's all, all the same place. You know,
0: okay. Uh, look, college basketball. People, people came here to hear us. Apparently talk college basketball and be idiots. Yes. So let well, we've us done do one what of we, two we, so we, far. We, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, can
1: we take this shot?
0: Yeah, Evan Williams for life, right? Yeah, Evan
1: Williams. By the way, oh. shout
0: out to the uh the comment on uh whoever left the comment that our podcast is like Phil Steele on Evan Williams.
1: Well like I Phil Steele on fifty shots of Evan Williams. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm a thing. fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you are.
0: You are. Um
1: <laughs> Cheers, cheers. So what, the, what I'm saying is we're giving ourselves a lot of credit. What do you what do you got shot glass wise? Uh, I got a uh, temple bar,
0: temple bar in Ireland, Dublin Straight out of Ireland. That's right. And, you and got S- I,
1: Sedona, Arizona. Boom. what are you working on there? I
0: got, I got good old Myrtle beach, South boom. Carolina. It's a great place. Cheers there to we that. Go. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Amsterdam tastes like Amsterdam. Yes, sir. How I imagine Amsterdam <laughs> would taste like. Um, all right. So let's get
1: this uh big game. Top 25 review here.
0: Database top twenty-five or just regular? No,
1: uh, okay. last we last recorded. Uh, what was it? Wednesday. So we've yeah. got a uh, extended stay because of the Super Bowl. We've got four, four days worth of ga- five days worth of games to cover in terms of quick review. So
0: yeah, well, the big ones uh, that stand out here. Um. By the way, this past weekend in college, this past w- like since we've been gone. Yeah. Great, great games.
1: Yeah, um, quality. Quality excitement.
0: A lot of upsets, but but uh, you had what? What was what were the big ones?
1: Thursday we had an upset with uh, UCLA, Colorado, right? Colorado.
0: I almost went to this
1: game. I yeah. almost went to this game. Was that's right? Was
0: kind of feeling under the weather. Or I would have went.
1: You invited me because you're a gentleman and a scholar. I appreciate that, but I had pressing affairs and could not attend. Real pressing apparently, huh? Yes. Hot, hot
0: tubs and hot tubs <laughs> and whores. Um, I, I'm glad that worked out anyway. I wasn't feeling very good. Yeah. Had a little cold, uh, uh, UCLA getting better as the season goes along. Mick Cronin, a defensive I still, uh, I, effort. I still think it's going to take a year or two. I mean, he's got, he's got a good class coming in next year. Yeah. But, uh, I think it's going to take a couple of years still.
1: Yeah. I mean, Colorado comes in at 20 to that game and has, that's, this is a team that's Jekyll and Hyde from, from day to day.
0: Yeah. Colorado
1: has, Didn't they just throttle us or who was it? Yeah. Uh,
0: well then two days later they beat USC at USC who USC was in, I think they were in first place in the Pac 12 at the time, man. And they were up by like 20, the whole game. Yeah. Colorado's a weird team. They're they, why I like them. Obviously I'm a buff fan in general. Sure. But I'm saying is that I tend to chase trends of, great guard play and veteran team. Yeah. Which that would be exactly what they are. Yeah. But they're a weird team because they've lost to like losing to UCLA is not something that should happen for them. Yeah. Their other losses are like, okay, you lost at Arizona by 20. I get it. That that's tough. Cause you're coming into a uh, loot Olson stadium or whatever they've called that court now. Um, and then you're 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 losing to Northern Iowa at home in a game you thought like, oh, this would be an easy win. Northern Iowa's a, a legit real they're in the Janet Base top twenty five. Yeah. I'm okay with that. They lost by one. Not terrible losses. Yeah. And then uh they lost to Kansas at Kansas. Yeah. Not uh, once again, I'm not gonna not gonna scold them for that one. But the UCLA one I'm gonna scold them for.
1: Yeah. UCLA uh how do you assess their talent? I mean, obviously McCronin is instituting his culture. He doesn't
0: have his players there. Yeah. Um, he's a defensive minded coach. Steve Alfred's an offensive minded coach. There was a, a lot of contrast. Yeah. From, from higher to higher. Yeah. So I, I truly think this is a, this is a two or two year process, maybe three year process before he really gets, you uh, think he's got to
1: a instill the culture and then B and, get and, some recruits and, in there.
0: And as much as I, I like him as a head coach, I want to root for him, but he had tournament, Problems his whole career. Yeah. So we'll see how this shakes out. But I do believe in it. I do believe in defense. Like, if you look, UCLA, the last time they were successful was under Ben Holland, current Mississippi State head coach at Mississippi State flying under the radar right now, red hot. There it is. Um defensive defense comes first. Yeah. And he took UCLA to uh, you know, two final fours, I think one national championship. They lost all of them, but I'm saying, like, that's success in my opinion. Sure, of course. You know, like so um, I, I, I don't believe in Steve Alfred. I when they you hired him, UCLA, I thought it was, which
1: is uh, so contrary to the culture of uh you know UCLA as a brand. But even know, in the football 90s, related even
0: in the nineties defense man.
1: is the last thing that you would associate in with. In the nineties they were
0: a defensive minded team, man.
1: Yeah. Well apparently that's what
0: uh, I mean that's what works. Cause, Toby Bailey and, and 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 uh you know Tyus Edney and the O'Bannon brothers and, and yeah. don't I forget George Zedek. <laughs> um, Tyus Edney was a little bulldog yeah. And then they had, I mean, the years with Collison. Darren Collison with defensive minded point guard. Still in the NBA, I think. So uh, I think that's the route to go, especially in college basketball. You don't need to, like, Alfred, his team's played zero defense. What do we discipline. know about
1: Wooden? Was he, uh, I feel like he was just a great all around coach. Yeah. I think
0: he was great all around. Yeah. I mean, he had Bill Walton and You win 88 straight games. Sender. You're doing you know a, a, a I mean? lot
1: of both, yeah. right?
0: But, uh, Anyway, uh, that, that Colorado laid an egg a little bit there. Who else we got? We got, but they did respond well at, to, to beat USC the way they beat USC was the very impressive.
1: Stay in the hunt. Everything else on Thursday was chalk Gonzaga beat Santa Clara
0: by a lot. Oregon um, Oregon's actually squeaked by Cal. Didn't cover for me. Yeah. That, that hurt. Uh, Maryland took it once again. Big 10 wins at home. Maryland, Iowa, Illinois, one on the road though. One in a minute, one in Minnesota. Handle business. The Illini, I know they just over the weekend also lost after this. They lost at Iowa in a close one, but they're still they're still really, really good. I'm, I can't wait for this tournament. I really cannot wait for this fucking tournament because this, everyone keeps asking me. I was on a show the other day, and I'm like, well, who's your final four? I have no fucking idea. Yeah. I need to see the matchups. I, I I need to see. I mean, obviously injuries play a part. You saw Seton Hall's uh, second leading scorer go down this week. It turns out he's day to day. but I thought it was a season ending injury when I saw it happen. Um, but my point is, is the seating and all of this is good. We just saw Xavier, who has been struggling in the Big East, go into Seton Hall and really win the game from start to finish. Yeah. Start to finish.
1: Yeah, Seton Hall was always playing catch up in that. Seton
0: year. Hall was a top ten team. Yeah. And Xavier to me is a team that has had. It's much they're like, damn good. They're like Providence. Yeah. Where somehow, like I know a lot of these people are saying, there's only five. Or, oh, they're going to take five teams from the Big East. Right. I don't know how you're going to keep out Providence when there's that
1: much depth in your conference. Someone's going to, you know, be on the short end of the
0: stick. You know, but to x me, amount of times. To me, Providence is the type of team or, or Xavier where you you could line them up. I'm talking like they could beat the best team in the nation tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, especially like, this year. Yeah. This year. I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm specifically talking about this year. Yeah. Um, So I don't know, but then Friday, what you had, you had Friday,
1: no top 25 AP, top 25 games played on Friday. So nothing. Pre-
0: hey, by the way, did you see that jackass last week that put Memphis in Memphis had lost a game by 40 points? Yeah. 40 points <laughs> at Tulsa, right? Yeah. Then followed that up with the game that was one of my locks of SMU, uh, Memphis was destroying SMU all game.
1: Yeah,
0: SMU goes on a fifteen zero run, or I think it was a fifteen zero run to close the game and steal the win. Yeah. right? So Memphis went zero and two, and the fucking voter put Didn't Memphis in the same spot in the top twenty five. Yeah. One voter, but 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 some of them, a lot of them, kept them in there, and I'm like, well, that's the problem. What objective
1: uh, data are you using to like? Use to to create your your
0: pull, yeah. Well, that's you what know? I'm saying. It's all it's all fucking it's it's the same argument. It's even worse with college football. But that's why I do a database top twenty five. Right. People ever wonder, like, well, gosh, why is this fucking idiot rattling off twenty five teams? Because it's is, honest. Uh, it's
1: honest. What you would call an ombudsman, I think that's how you pronounce it. Where he's just. You know, is
0: that in Amsterdam? Is that a city, a a, a town within Amsterdam? It sounds
1: like a shoe. Let me <laughs> let me let me make sure I'm not a uh, an asshole and I'm giving the correct definition. Okay, an official appointed to investigate individuals' complaints against against maladministration, especially that of of public authorities, and and in this case, the people that are doing the top twenty five are the supposed public authorities yeah. on college basketball. And Colby is investigating the general public well, complaints to ma- quote,
0: to quote David Thompson. They all have their hand in the pie. They do have their hand in the pie. Yeah. They're
1: all making money. Which is why this. you
0: need an outside counsel led but, by me and you. That's right. And some other, some other solid Americans. That's I'll, I, right. I would like to put welcome UAB on the board. Nice. And a few other qualities, some other, no nonsense. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Alan Cooley. I think you're too pro sec. Well, we, 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 mix <laughs> Alan
1: Cooley's vote on Tennessee and we take into consideration everything else is that you have to
0: say, c- consideration Patrick his, Fisher, yeah, Patrick Fisher should be involved. Yes. Yeah. Give me these people
1: that we know are solid Americans and that are well, gonna, well,
0: Alan Cooley's a solid American. Right. It's just the fact he's very pro sec as most sec fans are. Yeah. And I get it. I, I'm anti, I, I think people get the illusion that I'm anti-SEC. You are. I am only that because you're of their... anti-bias. Was I anti-LSU
1: the, this year? Hence the reason you're the perfect ombudsman for the job. Was
0: I anti-LSU this year? I was not. No. They were number one in the database top five because they scheduled the way they yeah. should schedule. Yeah. So I would, I would think based off that, Patty C, and you tell me that I would then be not anti-SEC situationally. The
1: fucking, uh, the situation speaks for itself. You know, you're, you're, you are a proven fair minded individual. And I think that, uh, people should respect you as such piece of shit. Yes. (laughs) But you know, complete piece of shit. Yes. But fair about the sport. That's the one thing that you have going for you.
0: Ah, there we go. Everything else completely useless. Have another beer out of a Mason jar. You crazy bastard. Cheers, buddy. All right.
1: Cheers. I'm going to pour cheers. some more shots.
0: You do a fucking
1: <laughs> ad read or some shit.
0: I will. Right, well, I should do the, one of those things.
1: But right. We got, wait, we got a couple more games. We got to talk about. We haven't even gotten a Saturday.
0: Saturday was awesome. All right. You talk about Saturday. I'm going to pour some shots. Okay. Saturday was uh, first off. You had Baylor took care of TCU. Baylor's just destroying teams left and right. <laughs> I keep on the spreadsheet. By the way, if you're a first time listener, check out the, uh, the sports dot podcast.com. We release all of our picks for uh, every college basketball division, one game, including our locks. So I I'm picking every game, I was kind of fading the fact that at some point Baylor is going to play a close game this year. Well, I I took TCU in the points and I was wrong. And tonight uh, as we're recording this, I took Kansas State. And I did cover by one point, but it still was a garbage one point. Baylor was still blowing them out the, Dude, was, the, the whole game.
1: Baylor, to me, because I haven't seen enough of Gonzaga really to give an honest appraisal of them, but having seen enough of uh, Baylor in big games, they're clearly the number one team in the country to me. Very, I, I agree.
0: I agree. I, if anything, I think there's an argument, and I'll get to this in my top twenty-five here, but. I think there's a strong argument that San Diego state's better than Gonzaga. Sure.
1: Considering,
0: considering how I dude, you watch this team play and I don't know that I'm convinced that uh, I know Gonzaga has the better track record, even though uh, San Diego state's had a great decade of basketball. Yeah. But they're really athletic. San Diego state way more athletic than Gonzaga in my opinion,
1: which judging by Maryland being a supremely athletic team yeah doesn't necessarily mean you're the best team
0: i know but it, to me this okay the 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 knock on San Diego State before was that they're like last year they missed the tournament cuz they lost in the conference championship yeah the year before they made the tournament and they lost by one to Texas Tech who went deep that year we're talking about who again san diego state san diego state okay um they're always really good defensively yeah. Since Steve Fisher came there from, Mich- you know, from old Michigan head coach. They had a, a great run where they went to the sweet 16, a couple, I think maybe twice. Yeah. In the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. And was quite part of one of those. Yes. Yeah. But I'm saying they were always a great defensive team, but they struggled offensively. Yeah. This is the best San Diego state team I've ever seen on offense.
1: It's funny because even like for his first few years on the Spurs, Kawhi wasn't a developed offensive product. Matter of fact, he attributes a lot of that to his time with Greg Popovich. So um, that's, that's why he treated him like shit. Well, yeah. Cause Kawhi is a fucking, he's
0: like my ex-girlfriend.
1: Yeah. Ungrateful right. bitch. <laughs> that's what you are. Kawhi. Um, <laughs>
0: but, but no, but seriously, this team though, It's the best you've seen them have. Well, mainly, certainly their record indicates. No, but their their point guard play is is. I think I read some stat. I retweeted it. He has like two turnovers in like four games. Right, right. (laughs) When you have that type of guard play going on, (laughs) and then you have they have better efficient offensive players than before. Yeah, before they always had athleticism out the ass. Yeah, and you thought, man, this could be a hard team for anyone to play because of how athletic they are. They got shot blockers, dunkers. But this is like no, they have a couple of three point shooters.
1: Yeah, and they're fucking to shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, take care of the basketball.
0: It's gonna be interesting though, because I like if I'm a, a like if I'm an Aztec fan, which I'm I'm gonna go to a game probably in the next week or two. Yeah, and I'm sure I'll meet some with some friends that are big Aztec fans. I want them to lose a game before I've and I've said this on the on previous episodes. If they go into this thing undefeated though, yeah, and you draw a, a you're gonna beat your 16 probably. The yeah. the eight nine though presumably I'll put put it like this Joe Lenardi's ESPN is right now has Texas Tech as a eww. as a nine so that means there's a twenty five percent chance
1: you go thirty and 25 percent chance
0: you're gonna draw Texas Tech with the second game yeah assuming they beat the eight which I think yeah. that they
1: would right Kansas is also a number one seed and Texas Tech just so I guess less than twenty five percent chance
0: twenty five percent chance you're gonna play the team that plays. The Texas tech game
1: right now. Texas tech is going to win their eight, nine game. If they're in an eight, nine game,
0: I think so too. And then they're going to play the one. Yeah. God, it's going to be a, a ho- someone's going to get dealt the shit hand. If that, if this remains still yeah. accurate like that, someone's going to get dealt the shit hand.
1: Yeah. Well, it's bound to happen when there's this much a uh, parody in the sport at this point, then someone, the, the, the carnage is going to happen early and often in the tournament.
0: Uh, But we saw we saw Xavier beat Seton Hall. Stanford, (gasps) Stanford almost
1: poured out a beautiful shot of Evan Williams. I love that
0: reaction, buddy. It was like you broke a fucking yeah, your your girlfriend's china or something. (laughs) Shit. Uh, uh, Look, Xavier beat Seton Hall as you mentioned. Stanford beats Oregon. Stanford's a team that really let USC USC off the hook, and then they somehow managed to blow like a ten point lead against Cal. I think Stanford's actually a team that should be in the NCAA tournament. That on the outside right now.
1: You know what you need to do, buddy? What's that? You need to make a bubble, bubble watch. You need to fucking take Joe Lenardi and say, you're a fucking amateur. Yeah. Like, I got the database fucking bubble watch in the same way you have the database top 25. You should have, you know, on, you should be the,
0: we got to find a better word than ombudsman. Well, check. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a dorky word. Well, you want to get the, like in my opinion, okay, you got your your, whoever wins the conference championships. And then you get your like other 38 best teams or whatever. Yeah. Right. That's the hard part because there's not much of a difference between 32 and 40, (laughs) especially this year. Yeah. Especially this year. I was going to say the same
1: thing about college football. If you guys want to like, I mean, sure. Like this year, one and four was a big difference, but like, uh, because until this year, the one one and
0: four four wasn't even uh, because, because I mean, if you look at it, Texas. And LSU played a pretty close game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look, yeah. When you get to the really top end of when you play sports, any sport, right. Competition becomes a thing and there's not going to be that much separation,
0: which I always hated that argument of like, you know, I mean, we've talked about it. I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. What I'm saying, a lot of you people beat that horse Colby. A lot of people say like, yeah, you, you know, they don't deserve it. If you had a big playoff, they destroy it. Like look what, look what LSU did to Oklahoma. And I'll be like, well, we'll look what Clemson and Ohio state gave us. Yeah. And also who's to say Oklahoma was really the fourth best team. Yeah. Look what Ohio state did to Alabama year one and more four seeds have won the national championships than one seeds. Oh, but also Oklahoma was put in there with the same record as a lot of other teams.
1: Yeah. Maybe not necessarily more deserving than a lot of other teams. Uh,
0: uh, Clearly they lost. I mean, they were getting their ass kicked by Kansas state by a lot of points. Now. Sure. They buttered that up to make the score look a little closer. Yeah.
1: When Kansas state got conservative and said, Hey, we're going to win this game and uh, let's not do anything stupid to give it away. Hey, how about we do this? Another shot of Evan Williams.
0: Okay. But uh, am I going too
1: fast here? I'm going to
0: read a commercial. Then we're going to do the Evan Williams shot. All right. When I come out of this commercial, we're going to do that. All right. All right. Because we get paid to talk and we need to talk about these people. All right. All right. The first place I want to talk about is a legendary They've been affiliated with us for a long time. I'm talking about the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. The Super Bowl may be over, but every game is the big game over at mybookie.ag. MyBucky's got it all from NBA to college basketball to NHL to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, hence this, and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team. You can even pull your bets together for a bigger payout. You might've heard of this thing. It's called a parlay. Say you like, say you like St. John's headed into this weekend. But at the same time, you think, Hey, Washington capitals are going to come back and win another national championship A national championship. That that (laughs) counts. That counts, right? I think that's what they call it. (laughs) And then you got, uh, say you're going to take the, uh, the old vipers, Tampa Bay vipers in the XFL. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You got money riding in the new game. You can
0: parlay that for a, even bigger payout. So if they all hit, boom. You take your girl out. You don't go to Scissor this time. You go to a fucking nice establishment. All right? Something really nice. Outback steakhouse. <laughs> Get that boomerang burger, all right? <laughs> T- you're listening to Pick Dundee here, all right? Let me tell you, Pick Dundee. Of all people that yeah, would appreciate it. Pick Dundee knows all nice about the blooming, blooming onion. onion right? <laughs> uh, but look, my bookie has more lines and better odds <laughs> for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will uh, match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit 2000, you get an extra thousand dollars in free money. So just do this thing, right? All you have to do is enter the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP. You win, you get paid. Over at mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get there paid. You go, dude! You fucking Evan Williams is fuck with me already, right? You're
1: such a little sissy. <laughs> Look, we're running long on this top twenty-five
0: uh, review no, here. That's pretty much it, right? Is let's, there something on let's Sunday? Let's
1: get through a little upsets. Uh, a fucking shitload of upsets in the afternoon and evening on uh, Saturday. Xavier, like you said, beat Seton Hall. Stanford beat Oregon by a solid ten points. Holy shit!
0: Yeah. I'm talking about the play.
1: Fucking Bruce Pearl. Give the man credit. Dude, the used car says, man.
0: I love it. And Uh, they should have played for the national championship, a lot of people think.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well, they didn't (laughs) because the true national champion played and won. Uh, That was the Wahoos. Because the refs didn't know the rule Wahoos of UVA. Wahoos, fuck you. (laughs) uh, Of University of Virginia won the national championship. Virginia won the national championship. Mm. For anyone who didn't realize that Virginia won Jerome the national championship, the NBA. Ty Jerome is having, I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing. But I will <laughs> say that Malcolm Brockton is still a fucking miracle of, uh, <laughs> you know, Tony Bennett's creation. Um, okay, moving on. Providence beat Butler.
0: Providence, like I told you, they're the, as dangerous. Like, this is a very experienced team. Yeah. They also have a. uh, A uh, a black guy named David Duke On their team Which is Something that you just sit there And say how Why would their their mom Do that to them
1: I'm pretty sure They didn't know who he was No
0: David Duke's been relevant For a fucking long time dude Yeah
1: I don't know much about
0: David Duke I'm saying if he's in college He's only like fucking 19 or 20 years old He's
1: a congressman Or a senator What is
0: he No right David Duke was the head of the KKK Wasn't he David Duke who am I? Thinking? What is going on with your your shit today? David Duke, head of the KKK for a while, right? Wasn't he back in the day? Uh, from Tulsa. Oh,
1: yeah, he was. No, who am I thinking of? Yeah, the, dude. Who am I? The thinking fucking
0: of? black black Klansman was about fucking David Duke. Who's the he?
1: dude at Liberty? Who I'm thinking of? Jerry Falwell. Falwell, but no, it's someone else. Um, someone, someone in that. Look at that,
0: Jeff. Uh, huh? The fucking uh, Trumps dude, Jeff. Uh, Jesus, I'm about to name a comedian. I can't think of his name. What the fuck is the name? He he left. This is just a mess, dude. <laughs> uh,
1: session sessions. Jesus. Yeah. Let me don't not know. talk. You right. fuck,
0: don't ever bring up another subject. Let me just I talk. I guess David basketball. Duke has
1: been around for, around for a while. That is, you know, my brother has a theory on parenting. Right? He says that seventy percent of your job as a parent is done. The Moment you name your child,
0: I believe me. I, I, you know what? I think me and your brother have had conversations like this because I've never met a, a like we talk about this, like someone named Ross or Todd <laughs> is always a douchebag. Apologies
1: but to <laughs> any Rosses. What did you say,
0: Todd? <laughs> no, Todd, we have a boy named Todd. I feel like Todd's a pretty regular name. I've it a lot of times, yeah. 80% in life. Yeah, my look, like, my name's Colby. Maybe I'm in the same boat, right. Well there was a trend. Let's
1: talk about names here for a second.
0: <laughs> I am talking about names. What you're not. You're not. You're I'm not. I'm saying that we might be douche um, what do you Colby mean? might Colby be a douche. Colby is douchebag. not a douchebag name. I can tell you that Ross, every Ross I've met,
1: I don't think I've ever met a cool Ross in my life. No, Ross is a different thing. And I, I think that uh, That's why I
0: could never believe Friends. Friends did uh no, you know. No. But I watched it no I was favors, like, yeah. no, I became that I was of that opinion prior to Friends. Of course. Of course. And then I watched it and I was like, see that guy a douchebag. This is fucking douchebag. I Ross. could never relate with the show. Because I thought I could never hang out with these guys. Yeah.
1: you know what I mean. Like we have a friend. We're not going to say his name on air, <laughs> but he is Ross from Friends. Really? Oh, is this Ohio State? He broke his nose in a uh, football oh, game. Oh gosh! Don't send
0: me down that river. <laughs> um,
1: okay. So anyway, Providence beat uh,
0: Butler. Nice upset. But my Cincinnati. point is Pro- Providence could beat anybody.
1: Yes, when they're and on the Big East, they're is a veteran team. Deep. They're yeah. a
0: veteran team. Ed Cooley's a proven coach. When they're on, they can beat anybody. Cincinnati over Houston. That was a wild ass game. Houston was up the whole fucking game by like double digits the whole game. Cincinnati clawed back. drawn
1: Cumberland, seventeen points. Uh, Houston had a chance to win at the buzzer or at least a tie. They pulled no, up. No, but since they got the two. first
0: lead since like the first like ten points on the final sh- possession,
1: ain't that interesting? It is not a forty-seven minute game. It is a forty-eight minute game. First. And
0: and I think anyway, the real, college
1: the, basketball is forty minutes, right? Yeah, it's forty. Sorry, yeah. it's a third not forty-minute game. Not Can a you be? Nine.
0: Hey, right now you're like on board with like everything you say being
1: wrong. Here, let me drink this fucking Evan Williams. That'll put me right, All dude. Right. Here we go.
0: Cheers to to uh, to Denmark taking over Amsterdam. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Let's root for some war. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Woo. Mm. Delicious. All right, Cincinnati beat Houston. Tulsa. That was the game of the weekend over Wichita State. Tulsa,
0: this team is fucking
1: crazy. That three ball at the buzzer. It seems come
0: out of nowhere. They were projected tenth or eleventh in the AAC. They they uh, they've beaten Memphis, Houston, and Wichita in the past, like two weeks. I mean, they're what's happening here. This golden hurricane. It's all inspired by your story. Boom.
1: They're pissing into a fan on the entire country. <laughs> this is the golden hurricane that you are experiencing for the year 2020 saddle up folks.
0: They are hot and on fire and Rutgers. Uh, you know, I, I did lock up Michigan. Nice. pick. Care I Rutgers. took Rutgers yeah. to cover there. Mm. Blew it. Come on, Rutgers is is having an amazing year. But they're not they're not on that level yet where they can just go into road teams in the Big Ten and just dominate.
1: Well, you know, Michigan's so up and down. I, I was I was kind of thinking that uh, their early success was an aberration. Lo and behold, they're still capable of winning big games. So uh, we'll have to monitor Juwan Howard's success
0: over there. But Rutgers kind of let me down. But
1: nice win for Michigan.
0: And then you had on Sunday, Iowa take down Illinois in, in a in a. That was a great game. I watched this game, um, Border Battle, dude. This was a good, really good game. Um, I was going to be a tough out, Luke Garza or Luca Garza, whatever. Uh, hell of a good player. I'm really they're 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 like Iowa football. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, but they they're still going to be a really tough out in the he tournament. Scores. This Garza character. I like this team. I like the Illinois team. To tell you the truth, I was. If you go back to our Preseason predictions, which are still on our spreadsheet. I have Illinois as my sleeper in the big 10. Wow. Wow. There you go. There you go, buddy. Who else called that? Nobody. There you go. I didn't call Tulsa though. So I got to give whoever called Tulsa out there a little bit of credit. A lot of credit on that one. Um, and then what Monday you had or tonight you had Baylor take care of Kansas state. Once again, Kansas state covered for me by a fucking point. God damn it. I uh, locked that one. I got lucky as fuck on that because Baylor was up. by like double digits the whole game. Yeah. Uh, Kansas, beat. Kansas beat. takes care of Texas, mm. Florida state takes care of North Carolina. That was a closer game. Florida state. I'm starting to believe is a little bit counterfeit.
1: Well, it's hard to say because North Carolina has kind of turned a corner a little bit. We had thought and and maybe they still have, and they've just run into a pretty but good team like in Florida State.
0: Like, so Florida State, had, uh, they did handle Virginia Tech. But prior to that, they had lost at UVA. Yeah. They had won a game in overtime that they were losing the whole game against Miami. And then they squeaked by UVA and Tallahassee. And I just am starting to question how good they are.
1: Well, what makes you think, based on their history, that they are the type of team that's going to win. Uh, well, obviously those are not.
0: Oh, well, Leonard Hamilton's a good None coach. of those teams he, are. He ranked. took them to the Elite Eight two years ago. I think they went right. Sweet Sixteen last year, right? Well,
1: what makes you think this is the team that's going to win the games they're supposed to win every single time? Is this something that they've accomplished?
0: I would just say that this year, like when they when they run it, when they won at Louisville, I was projecting them in my top ten. Yeah, I had them in my top five. Yeah, so I'm like, damn, they've won like ten in a row they win at Louisville who I think is the best team in the ACC fair. Then I'm like, okay, maybe they're much better than I realize. But then you watch the next four or five games. You're like, ah, maybe they're better yeah. than I think. suspect. Maybe they're better than I think, but they're also vulnerable. They're very vulnerable. Yeah.
1: Enough close games. And it starts, stops being a yeah. coincidence. Yeah.
0: Especially like Miami, that's, a, I'm sorry, that's a game you should win by more than, like, you were down that whole game. You were very fortunate to win that game, actually. Very true. Like, they caught, I think they caught a big foul with like a minute left on a three. Does that constitute a rivalry game,
1: Florida State, Miami, and basketball? Because no, I
0: don't think Miami has basketball fans still. <laughs> right. Florida State does. I watched the game tonight. And it was like, it looked like it was sold out.
1: The old Sunshine State starting to get a little bit of basketball. Fucking they have Florida
0: Gulf Coast ride.
1: Florida Gulf Coast—that's a state that you would think would have. It's all the fucking uh, football states: California, football in mean, California, Texas, and uh, California
0: has the most successful basketball program, probably one. Okay.
1: Okay. Then Texas. What do they have?
0: California still has like teams, though.
1: San Diego State's good.
0: How many Saint national Mary's? championships
1: has California won outside of UCLA? Has any team from California ever won a national championship outside of UCLA?
0: I would imagine probably Cal back in the day.
1: We could look it up, but my guess is no. I mean,
0: Sanford made a final four in the past 25 years. Look,
1: my dick made a final four inches, but it's still not long <laughs> enough to fucking get the job done. So, uh,.
0: I'm sure someone, won. there's a lot of fucking schools, what are we thinking about here? No, it's probably not. I mean, I would say cow's your best bet. I'm going to
1: look it up. We'll keep talking. I don't think
0: USC's has ever been relevant. Really? They had Harold minor, Robert pack, OJ um, Mayo, but I mean, never,
1: never something crazy. I am going to look it up. San Francisco. Oh yeah. With, uh, when
0: One, they had, when they had, what's his name? In 1955 and right?
1: 1956. Bill Russell. Okay. The Dons, the Dons baby. That was what? If I'm a mathematician here like 65 years ago. Okay. Okay. And U- they're
0: still good. They almost beat Zaga this weekend.
1: UCLA started their run in the uh, '60s and into which, all the way. Which,
0: talk, talk about that run
1: into the mid '70s. Okay, they that's won the greatest
0: a, run in the history of sports. They won a
1: title in 1964, 1965, 1967,
0: 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 75. Holy shit! One, two, that's three, six. Eight four, out of ten five, years, six, or eleven years? Seven, nine out of eleven. Ten in a 12 year period. Dude, that's the greatest stretch ever.
1: Yeah. That will never be replicated. Um, UCLA got one in 1995. They went to one in 96 and lost. Yes. But other than that, aside from San Francisco's little two year run in the mid fifties, no California but, team, but,
0: but, but you're still inaccurate.
1: Okay. Now let's look at stanford
0: has been to a final four. I'm
1: talking about national Texas Champions. tech I don't want to be, I don't want to know who's that close tech
0: beat Virginia. A last million year.
1: teams got fucking close.
0: The refs gave some charity. Texas tech did not beat Virginia yeah,
1: they were the better team. No, I, I disagree.
0: They were up by like five with like a minute left.
1: Guess what? Virginia made a fucking shot. Deandre Hunter banged a three with 12 seconds left. when it counted, they You're left him open homer. and they fucking paid You're the price for homer. it. Like a bunch of bitches who <laughs> leave the fucking wrong guy open. And where did he go? Top ten in the draft. All right. Yeah, he'll be in the fucking. Let's look at Texas national
0: championship. Turkish basketball league in ten years.
1: (laughs) Look, Texas Western in nineteen sixty six. I want to say wasn't that the first team? What
0: about Houston? Started. Houston played in the national
1: championship in eighty three. Houston. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm looking at winners. I'm not looking at losers right now.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying you get to the next. You look at
1: losers. I'll look at winners. Um, look. The state of Texas has produced one team in the entirety of its history. That was Texas Western in nineteen sixty-six that has ever won a national title. Curiously enough, the coach was of the losing team, sorry, was Adolf Rupp. Oh, the legendary. Who Kentucky's arena was named after. It's
0: crazy how like Hitler kind of took out a name. Yeah. Adolf. No one's called Adolf anymore. Yeah. And rightfully so. I know, but it still when sucks for Adolf. Like, Rupp, he was a fucking he- great coach.
1: Yeah. That kind of sucks. You know? Yeah. He, he probably got, he was probably born before Hitler came to What's power. What's the
0: statute of limitations on that?
1: I think Adolf's done forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't
1: know that you can ever come back for that. <laughs> when you are the face of all evil that ever existed on the planet. I think that oh,
0: come on. It's just a fucking name. It's like naming your dog. Lucifer, right? It's like naming your pit bull. You know, hi, here's my son Satan. No, but I'm saying Adolf Rupp was not Satan. No. When do we use our brain and say, Hey, there was plenty of good just names. Get rid of the name. Just get rid of the name. Everything. Adolf. What about living? Why, the other why, guy's What do you, you, what do you love about the name? Adolf? I'm good friends with that, uh, with a Mexican guy named Adolfo, which is Adolf. That's fine. Right? And and he told me he got picked on in Mexico all the time. Really? Because because it was affiliation to Hitler. Ouch. Right? Well, blame his parents. Again, we go no, back no, to no. I blame the people. Seventy percent of it, your
1: job as a fucking parent is done at the time you name your clearly child. Clearly,
0: he's not fucking Hitler. You name
1: your child
0: Adolf. He's living in Leon, Mexico, and, and clearly this guy is right. not Hitler. He's been dead for a long time. Adolf
1: Hitler, his 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 legacy of destruction. Uh, Spans the world. So if, if at any point you're aware of Adolf Hitler, so you're, you're
0: saying if you were at the school in Leon, it, which is in Guadalajara, you would you would you would you would be pun you would be punching this guy for being named Adolf. Let me ask uh, you this: <laughs> someone's
1: on the other side of the world. Do you name your son Kim Jong Dant? Right? I mean, do, look. You, do you expect no level of like uh, repercussions to that? Kim uh, Jung. That's unfair Dan- cuz I don't Mouse know I don't dance. know what
0: Kim Jung means and I don't know if that's a common name over there but you would maybe do it. I'm saying I'm
1: not going to base You would test those waters out on your own child's I, fucking life. I feel
0: it's no different than saying your son is Ross. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? Shots fired to any Rosses <laughs> out there. <laughs>
0: All right, now let me look and or see. Or Tanner? If- How about Tanner?
1: Tanner's pretty bad.
0: Tanner's one that's like
1: I want to say I looked up. My, I've
0: never met a Tanner that didn't smoke weed. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean? Like
1: my buddy, we know him. Our buddy Ben B out in Utah. Yeah, right? yeah. Complete, complete. He, all right, great guy, but uh, one of the best guys. But as white as they come. Yeah. Right. Wanted to name his son Tanner, and I started to make fun of him, and then I looked it up on Google, and it turns out Tanner is the second whitest name as far as by percentage names <laughs> that. Exclusively for white people and not in any other race, like percentage-wise, that are given. Well, that to would be a very
0: Utah thing to do.
1: Yes, it would be. And but he look, wants to put him I, in golf and snowboarding. So that's what I picture. When I picture
0: Tanner, I picture a guy like surfing in Oregon. You <laughs> know what I mean? That smoked so much weed, <laughs> right. and he's kind of a douchebag. Tanner. You, know you can't what I mean? pronounce it Tanner. A lot, most surfers are cool, but there's it's a, there's a honor when you get to a certain level, right? When you get to, there's certain people that are like, like I said, I think 80% of surfers are actually cool dudes. Yeah. But there's that, 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 yeah. Always. He's like the Swayze in, uh, in, uh, in Point Break. <laughs> that just take it too far. Well, Swayze is a man in Point Break. <laughs> nah, nah, he, he's he's kind of a douchebag. He's like, you it's all about is? the
1: experience, man. If you go, if you watch the movie in the North Shore. Right? Uh, which I have, yes. Yeah, right. it's, it's been a while, but he I mean, is. Uh, who's that fucking surfing like uh, <laughs> legend? Don't, don't
0: ask me to recite uh, North Shore. Uh, I might uh, tell you they're surfing fucking Amsterdam, Denmark. If, if you ask me to do that,
1: he's Laird Hamilton in North shore. Like, uh, he plays the fucking douchey Dude, you've surf seen guy is way more recently than me. No, I haven't. I just have a good memory because these are the important things in life that anyone should know.
0: I remember hard ticket to Hawaii much more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know about that. What, what are you I talking about, that's about? Hey
0: Corleen, you got a great ass. <laughs> that, no, that's that.
1: that. That's that. Okay. Everyone should watch that one.
0: <laughs> Hard ticket to Hawaii.
1: Do Hard Ticket to Hawaii. If you want to watch the worst <laughs> acting that's ever been done, you'll watch that movie. <laughs> 80s classic. We're now, having me,
0: too much fun. No one knows what the fuck we're talking about. I got to do t- 20. I got to do a database top 25. We'll get right to now. that in one sec. Now we're going to talk about
1: <laughs> teams from Florida. We're talking about the three well, the
0: Gators have won a, well, a few national championships.
1: Well, well let's, let's have it in our, our
0: lifetime. A, an overall
1: idea of what the state of Florida has been able to produce from a national championship standpoint in the sport of college basketball. As I look now, those two Florida teams in 2006 and 2007 are the only, are the only Florida teams to ever win a national championship in college basketball dating back to 1939. Okay. But but let me ask you this though. The three most populous states in the union, right? And those which produce the most talent in college football are somehow completely incapable of producing championships in. Well, basketball. California had two. Well, UCLA aside from UCLA, but yeah, California had two. Sure, fair enough. Three it could be three this year. Let me know when it happens. They're gonna be they're gonna be a one seed. Yeah, I could have a ten inch dick later this year too.
0: No, no, no. Not possible. uh, We've always talked about this or we haven't Mm -hmm. always talked about it recently. I brought this up to your attention. Why is it college basketball? The best is because like you mentioned a team like Florida or a state like Florida and the fan base it's spread out, man, Florida Gulf coast. What makes the NCAA tournament so great is that every part of the country has a dog in 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 the fight, in the fight. And they actually do, do over time. I'm not talking about time. I did some research over the past 20 years since yeah. 2000 teams from almost every state short of like Alaska, yeah. even Hawaii has won a tournament game yeah. in the past 20 years.
1: Yeah. Right. You've, you've always had your chance to shine every fucking, this is
0: why I, I, I'm such a proponent of, of college football exposing or expanding yeah. and exposing the bullshit that's going on. Yeah. Is that you look at a, t- a state like Florida? Florida State made the uh, elite eight, yeah, in the past two years. Yeah, Florida's won national championships in the past ten years or fifteen years, whatever. Years. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Whenever they played George May or played George Mason and whooped them, and then beat so thirteen years ago. Yeah, right. Um, Florida Gulf Coast made a Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, Central Florida not only won a game last year, beat VCU, and then probably should have beat
1: Duke. The darlings are, yeah. Probably should have beat should've Duke. There was a the little darlings, garbage,
0: a little charity that I'm still I'm still waiting on the, an official uh, referee saying, we fucked that up. I'm still waiting on that. Yeah. But my point is, and uh, South Florida had some success in the tournament. I think yeah. They made a sweet 16 not that long ago. The point is, is that you bounce around each state. Yeah. And what makes this... College basketball, so great. All these teams have had, all your fan bases have had it, whether you're George Mason in Virginia, whether you're fucking, you go to fucking Wyoming when they had Larry Nance Jr., they had success. You know what I mean? Like, you bounce around. And and, 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 look, you're seeing it now in San Diego, Santa Clara when they had Steve Nash beat Maryland
1: college basketball promotes parody. And what, what, what I'm looking at here is when we look at the effects of uh, Colby, Colby theorized to me pr- prior to this podcast. And I, and I am in complete agreement with him that the college football uh, playoff has done nothing. And per- perhaps even uh, led to an even the invitational. Yeah. The invitational we should say, has led to even a greater consolidation of power at the top of college football just because these teams have learned the strategy to put themselves in contention for the final four positions and basically followed the SEC model. Clemson is doing that to a T at this point. And when we look at the recruiting rankings, here we have uh no I mean, even Ohio State
0: Ohio State didn't play a power five out of conference last year.
1: Yeah, pathetic. Uh Clemson's non conference, pathetic. Um Alabama's non-conference pathetic. Um,
0: LSU actually had a real schedule, and that's why they they're the and best I fucking team. I anticipate
1: that they will stop doing that now that they've gotten over the hump um, and are respected among the blue blood elites. At this point, you expect them to pull their foot off the gas and start to just uh, play for those one or two games a year. That's going to get them a spot in the Invitational, uh, which will be Alabama and Georgia in the SEC Championship. So, but. All that to say, I, I have read previously that, uh, the recruiting experts have about 30, 32, presumably positions because the five stars are those that are projected to be first round draft picks. So that would be 32 in this uh, particular crop in the 2020 class. There's 35 star recruits and only eight of them fall outside of the top six teams in recruiting Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Ohio state and Texas. A&M and I still
0: question if they're really 24 five stars
1: of the 35 the stars.
0: system is not like once again, it's still as it's as subjective as the top 25. It is subjective.
1: Yeah. And certainly these fucking uh, recruiting buffs recruiting fucking experts are lazy.
0: And some of them are tied into once again, the hand in the pie.
1: Sure. I mean, I mean obviously Phil Steele has like, there's, I don't know where I remember the record of this, this being, but basically he has uh, an affinity towards Notre Dame and he would recruit or what was, what was the story he there?
0: Would he would, re- he would boost teams
1: like recruiting rankings based on whether they would uh, put Notre Dame on a guy's like top five list, you know, cause he wants Notre Dame to be, you don't be, think
0: that's going on everywhere else?
1: Oh, no, I, 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 I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. You don't I'm
0: think that's helping other recruits go I'm to sure those schools. The
1: Recruiting like you're
0: telling me if you're undecided experts right now at
1: two, four twenty 24, seven sports are saying, Oh, Georgia, you're paying me at $30,000 this year to like re- put you at the top of the recruiting
0: rankings. But let's say right now you're, you're pondering between, uh, I don't know. Let's just say, uh, UCLA, uh, Texas a and M and Clemson, and yeah. you see the recent recruiting rankings. Yeah, you say, "Wow, man, everyone's going to Clemson. I got to get in on this." Yeah, you don't think that's part of it, especially when you're 18. Years? Let me tell you, in high well, school, I think that's part in of high that. school, chasing a trend is what—that's what high school's fucking about. Well, I
1: don't necessarily think that that reflects like corruption. I think that reflects human nature. No, the
0: corruption is the, the. I'm saying by giving the rating boosting, right? That adds into the person who's in limbo saying, Hey, yeah,
1: I want to go to a yes. team that's got a chance to win a national championship. They're currently ranked number one.
0: I'm and it DJ. adds, in to, it adds into everything. Cause the rankings will sit there. Like we looked at Ohio state when they were, when they lost a the six and six Virginia tech and they put them in. Oh, cause they had probably better recruiting rankings. You don't think that factors in their preseason rankings are based off recruiting rankings. It's yeah. a trickle down effect, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, This is why we exist. This is why you guys are listening because there are so many fucking obvious asshole idiots out there that there's so many fallicles in the system that's right that someone needs to sort this shit out and we're we're here to do that all right
0: that. i got to do a bit database top 25 all, all right. right so you keep we just
1: ran 45 minutes on the <laughs> uh that bullshit so that was about 40 minutes over what we had projected <laughs> we're trying to we're trying to uh all right. call, glad you're on top of that chief get this shit organized for you people
0: all right look i want to tell you this though I want to tell you that the college experience we may run late on a lot of things but you know we push a po- a quality product and also you know who else pushes a qu- pushes a quality product is propswap propswap's America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets all season long propswap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. You can always find great deals. It's like shopping at Ross with patties he does right now the shirt he got Garrett. He's that he's wearing this second. It's more flannel than Al Borland would ever wear in home. I bought this shit at Ross. yesterday. I I swear to God,
1: I bought this (laughs) shirt at Ross yesterday. I swear to fucking God.
0: I always feel like Ross has used clothes sometimes though. Used clothes one time I bought a shirt from Ross that had a mustard stain on it. <laughs> That's amazing. I swear to God. <laughs> so it just wore,
1: it. well, I've been in Ross where some homeless dude was Uh, <laughs> would just put the shirt on and they had like the risk, like dude, the risk, uh, risk prevention program at Ross yeah. has to be like division one <laughs> like. for Christ's
0: sakes. My, my, my ex-girlfriend, she wore a pant. So she bought some panties from Ross. Right? She got. She had. She got pregnant. She got, she me. She she got, got pregnant. pregnant <laughs> she tried to blame it on me, but the beautiful thing about uh, uh, Mexican babies is they come out the womb with a mustache. Okay, um, we're gonna act like that wasn't the
1: most racist thing you've
0: ever that's, said. That's not racist. Racist is racist is saying like I hate this.
1: I think that if you say something super insulting about oh, someone, come on. it insinuates hate.
0: That's not insulting. A mustache? I can't grow a mustache. I wanted to grow a mustache. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? What a fucking idiot, people. Listen to this moron talk. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here, I'm gonna pour some more shots. No, no, shut up. I don't want
0: to do any more shots. I do gotta read fucking this fucking shot, you piece of shit. Dude, this is the worst ad read of all time. All right, go ahead. And read the ad. All right. All right. We're brought to you by Prop Swap. Jesus, Uh, look. Prop swap all season long. C- Prop swap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world. Uh, because you're betting from the you're betting the bet from another person, and not because you're betting the, against the house. You can always find great deals. This week, a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket with the collect amount of two thousand eight hundred dollars sold on PropSwap Swap for fifteen hundred. Those are the odds, minus 15 for the buyer. Better moneyline odds than any sportsbook in the country. Also, use the promo code SGP to send in a screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get a free Lockdog Tees t shirt. That's an awesome t shirt, by the way. There's new Lockdog Tees t shirts, nice little dog on the front of it. Sign up for Popswap.com today, and they will give you a, a 100% match on your first deposit bonus. Just enter the the promo code SGP. That's SGP at the time of deposit. And PropSops will match up to $100. Go to that today. Void where prohibited.
1: Nicely done.
0: No, it was not nicely done. We had a fucking conversation. <laughs> you're fucking horrible.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll chill out. But I did. I know
0: you're... Uh, I, I got to do a top 25. You're and I'm telling fucking- me you're, you don't want any more.
1: I'm yes, telling you...
0: I have to do shit right you're now. You're a sissy,
1: buddy. You're a fucking sissy. This, this is the cause you got shit going off. You know, people want to text me at fucking
0: midnight. It happens. No. I'm an important person. Uh, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Uh, at number 25 in the database top 25. Let's rip through this shit. Yeah. I got the Texas tech red Raiders. Sure. They lost. They lost that Kansas. This team is a team to watch out for. We've talked about it. They're going to be the eight or nine seed currently projected by Joe Lenardi. This is as dangerous team as, as they are in the country, I think. To be at 25 right now yeah. shows the depth of college basketball. I mean, this year's wild. This year is a wild year. Absolutely. At 24, I bet you didn't think you'd be saying this when when we started this thing. The Penn State Nittany Lions. No, I did not. Look, and yet, here we are. Mike Izzy Eno. Izzy Eno? <laughs> <laughs> Do we know? Izzy Emo? <laughs> Izzy Emo? Uh, it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Um, <laughs> no, since Penn State had, I mean, they had the John John Amici years. They had the Mike Izzy you know, I'm probably butchering that last name. <laughs> Can you do a little Google search and try to pronounce that last name? It's I been since the early up. 90s. Since the former Dallas Maverick, Mike Izzy Eno. You know. <laughs> Uh, I was a child. So, I mean, you got to remember, I might be wrong. There's no, no Z in that last name might be just strictly Italian. I can't fucking find this shit. Dallas Mavericks first round draft or drafts in the, in the early nineties do that. It's been a long time since Penn state's been relevant, but uh, they also had these brothers, these two Joe Crispin, Joe and John Crispin back in the day that would just bomb threes. They were nasty,
1: Mike Ayuzolino.
0: Ah, wasn't that
1: far off,
0: huh? <laughs> Izino. See, you doubted the database. Ayuzolino. You, you doubt? You doubted the database.
1: You're, that was a that was a a dantism if I've ever heard one right there, dude. That's this a, is a chip off the old block. <laughs> that's going back thirty years. No, no, the, the the database is digging deep. The fact that you have any idea who this human being is. <laughs> Is unbelievable <laughs> to me, but the fact that you pronounce his name that pathetically is. I don't. What well,
0: I can remember, dude. Classic. I can't remember. I mean, like if you had asked me ninety five, I probably would have said a <laughs> little differently. Slightly differently.
1: Okay, give. I'll give you a pass on that one. That's, I just
0: knew it was like a lot. It was an Italian. I thought it. What was I, the it was last great
1: Italian American basketball player? Oh man, has there ever been one? What? There's definitely been a million. Wasn't well, there like an Italian American guy in the Knicks a few years back? Oh uh, gosh. I'm drawing Dude,
0: I'm sure there was a bunch. Yeah. I'm not doubting this at all. I think there's a bunch the of the fact it. that we can't come up with one off. Well, the top. I'm retarded right now. I've done like five shots. Where's of Gallinari from? He's, he's definitely he's Italian. Italian.
1: Yeah. All right. He's a good ball player. I don't all know right. if he's American.
0: I got Penn State at 24. This is going off the fucking rails, bro. Let's yeah, just focus. Let's go. Yeah. Focus up at tw- at 23 I got the Arizona Wildcats. Uh they won at Washington, games on in the background. Um this team's good. I th- I picked Washington to win that game. I thought them going that far away, going to Seattle, one of the tougher places to play in the Pac-12. Uh Sean Miller's getting it done. Uh, as much as I still will fade him in the NCAA tournament, you can bet on that this year unless they're playing someone that I don't believe in. Yeah. I, I think this Arizona, this this wildcat team is pretty good. They're capable. And at 22, I got the Tulsa golden hurricane making that miracle run, dude. How can you not have them in the top 25 right now? They're red hot. They they've beaten Memphis by 40 Houston and Wichita all in the past, like like 15 days. I feel like man Tulsa, the golden hurricane. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. I remember the days of Eric Cooley or was it Coley? Coley, I think it was Coley. There's another one for you to look up.
1: Yeah, now, now you're making me dig deep.
0: 1997, they went, maybe 98, they went to the Sweet 16 with uh, Bill Self was their head coach. Believe it or not, nice. Eric Coley was their leading scorer, I believe, and he was nasty. There's a 20 for 20 lost. on Eric Coley's triple double. I think they lost to North Carolina in the Sweet 16.
1: Man, let's look at this guy's career stats: eight point nine points, five point three rebounds, two point six assists. Why do you know
0: who this is? I think that 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 gets weighed down by his freshman and sophomore years. Okay,
1: his senior campaign uh, in nineteen ninety to two thousand, he averaged how many points? Were we looking for? Jesus, it's hard to find. Why is he alcohol such an uh, an incredible drug? Dude. Well, at the very least he had seven rebounds and three assists. Three steals. Damn, that's a nice stat line. Lo and behold, the points. Oh, eleven point three points per game. That was his high. His
0: career high. It's college average.
1: basketball. Eleven points per game. Why do you know who this human being is?
0: Because he was a baller on their team. Okay. It's all subjective. Colby Dant, uh eleven points of college basketball. Virginia averaged like forty points a game this year. <laughs> you know what true. I mean? Like Get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. Look at number 21. I got the Kentucky Wildcats. Nice. Auburn. Auburn got beat them. This wildcat behind the wheel is still probably the best. I mean, them at Texas Tech are so much better than their rankings, but you just have to, to base it off of what's going on currently. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. What have you done for me lately?
0: And at number 20, I got the Northern Iowa Panthers. Huge, huge wins this week for the, for the Panthers. Uh, they took down uh, Loyola in overtime earlier in the week. And then they, they, they grabbed a nice road win. So I like what the Panthers are doing. I still think they're the cream of the crop in the Missouri Valley, but Loyola right on the, right on the, 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 heels, heels. the heels of the Panthers Yes, and Loyola, we know they've had crazy success in the NCAA tournament. And uh, at number 19, I got the Oregon ducks. Quack. Good ball. Quack. 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 They lost to Stanford though. but This team's as dangerous and as sterile as ever.
1: Sterling. In case you people don't know, there's a city in Sterling in Northern Virginia where Colby and I are from known as Sterling. Sterling park is one of the centerpieces of this place. And you might find couches.
0: You might find Peyton Pritchard smoking crack.
1: All right and bumming uh, cigarettes at the local on a median mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> on Sterling Boulevard. Sterling is be sitting on
0: a couch in a, on a median in, in Sterling Boulevard. Think of
1: M&M right in the suburbs. Uh, I think that's where eight mile is. Right. And talking about NASCAR and then you have Sterling, Virginia. <laughs> okay. That's what Peyton Pritchard is. Um, but we love him anyway because he just yelled suck my dick at the Washington crowd after he hit a game winner. So yeah, forever BDE BDE is, as big as it ever thriving. comes. Yeah.
0: All right. At number uh, what? 18, I got the Colorado Buffaloes. Look, I, they, they technically gained a couple spots, but that's because that win at USC, it was the top rated team in the uh, Pac 12. I believe at the time, big blowout win by 20 points on the road, back to back away games. I'm going to give the buffs that, that, that nod there. I think you should. Yeah, they beat Oregon head to head. So I got to have them. The buffs are a good team. I think the
1: buffs are a team that, you know, obviously based on their, what, 20 ranking uh, coming into the week. Yeah. Um, have proven it more often than not. They're a team that shits the bed a little bit, but generally speaking, but they
0: also have wins against you know, Dayton.
1: I think wins, they're a team. Yeah. That's a very, very good team. And that upsets teams that they shouldn't. But it's just a bet against teams they shouldn't yeah. either.
0: Yeah, I think that, that that they're a they're a hard team to uh, really see the tide turn. You know what I mean? <laughs> Usually you can see a tide. Normally turn. you can see the tide turn. With the buffs, I can't fucking see a tide turn. <laughs> right. Um, all right, at number seventeen, I got the Butler Bulldogs, and I will be in Indianapolis. So please come on out, grab a beer with the Dantha Base and, and NC Nick, and catch the Bulldogs hoisting, hosting the, uh, Xavier
1: musketeers not hoisting. Them. I know
0: <laughs> musketeers. I'm Hopefully quoting them live here, buddy. Uh But Butler Butler, I think is as dangerous team as anyone in the country. Wow. Wow. Bold statement. Have you had a chance to watch this Bulldog team much? Uh,
1: I've watched them. Statistically speaking, I've, I've followed them game by game. But in terms of uh, a ton of opportunity to actually see them in action, I have not, I'm not going to lie. Well, tell
0: me about the Bulldogs. I'm telling you they're a team that were, I would say they're as good as any in the in the big East. Now I know that they've kind of since big East conference plays started, they've grabbed a couple more losses than some other teams. So, Hey, Maybe a couple upsets. This isn't the, uh but this conference is just every the night Gordon Hayward led
1: bulldogs of y- yeah. years of your, well, they weren't even in the big East then. So sure. A slightly higher difficulty.
0: Yeah. So uh I got them at 16 at 15, at 15. I got the, uh, no, I'm sorry. I got the. I got Butler at 17 at 16. I have the Iowa Hawkeyes beating the lion. I, In Iowa City.
1: What do you say about Iowa, other than exactly what you say about Iowa every other time you talk about them? This team is good,
0: and they're going to be a dangerous team to play in the tournament.
1: They're not going to win at all.
0: If I'll say this, if the team that plays them in the tournament is not fundamentally sound,
1: (laughs) they're going to get beaten.
0: They're going to lose that game. We saw Cincinnati last year. Cincinnati had like an eighteen point lead against Iowa. Yeah, and they lost the game. Yeah, because Cincinnati is a classic team that that is not fundamentally sound.
1: And I was a classic team that makes their
0: free yeah, throws. and they're also a classic team that when they get hot from three, like they can make like seven straight three point three pointers in like three minutes. Yeah, that's Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iowa State too. That's like they're the not state of Iowa.
1: throwing three three sixty. Northern, Northern Iowa too. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I got I got I got the uh, the Hawkeyes at sixteen at fifteen I got the Seton Hall Pirates. Now they had a a scary situation with an injury. It turns out it's going to work itself out, but they still lost a home game to Xavier. Which you got to wonder what the fuck. Just when people are thinking they were, well, this is a lot of people's dark horse to win the national championship, and I am going to disagree with it because I don't think they have the head coaching to get them to the national championship. You said Seton Hall, yeah. Talk to a lot of other sports, college basketball fans out in the uh, Twitter universe and 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 elsewhere. A lot of people like Seton Hall as a dark horse to win it all this year. Well, they are, in my
1: opinion, pretty much the undisputed class of the Big East. I don't know if you disagree with that. Well,
0: but. they just lost at home to Xavier, and I would say Villanova might be pushing that. Yeah. <laughs> even though they just lost yeah. to Creighton. But. That's true, and even Butler. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
1: But I think Seton Hall, from a talent standpoint. I don't know, Butler's a team. It doesn't
0: scare you that Jay Wright is probably way.
1: Way better as a coach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I retract my previous statement. Um I think that Seton Hall has more upside than any of those teams. But in terms of consistency, what you need during the tournament
0: putting it all together, I wonder. I wonder. But um Anyway, I got them at, uh, no, stop being a
1: bitch and drink another half shot here
0: at 14 buddy. I still have like commercials to read. Can I get another beverage? I don't have any I other fucking, all out of uh, give me a, 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 whatever the fuck we got, you got, in the got in the there, but go over there. All right. At uh 14, I got the Maryland Terrapins. All right. The Terps they've actually wrote one, two road games back to back. They won at Northwestern at Indiana, then came home and beat Iowa at home. The can, grab the can of shit in there. No, not that. No I want a can. You're horrible. Why am I friends with this guy? The Terps though, uh, have, have really, uh, I still question Mark Turgeon and how he'll be in the postseason. but, uh, they've won two road games in a row and that, that hasn't happened all year for the Terps. So I got the, the Terps at number 14 at 13. I got the, the auburn uh tigers obviously we tigers on this podcast and they just knocked off the wildcats of kentucky huge win there I like what they're doing there bruce pearl used car salesman as he is the tigers are playing fucking good ball i was a skeptic on their schedule i know they lost at bama and at florida back to back but uh yeah i just thought hey that after that Kentucky win, I'm starting to buy in because they could do that in the tournament like they did last year. They went to the final four, probably should have played for the national championship. So give it up for Bruce Pearl and the Auburn tigers. And at a number 12, I have the Illinois fighting a Lovey Smith and his beard. Start the, this athletic program starting to pick up, man. Like what the Illini are doing a long time coming. Hey man. This team, I know that I, I rate them this high, even though they lost at Iowa last, but they, I just think that they won at Michigan. They are due. They are in the, the, the driver's seat in the Big East still. Let They're me ask you this. Yeah. I know that
1: obviously uh, the landscape of sports in general has changed and college sports in general has changed to the point where um, few teams have the ability to put a fence around their recruiting like locale domain. Um, certainly the teams in Florida, Miami in particular in football have that ability. You would think that Chicago would be a fucking, uh, gold mine of college football and bat or high school football and basketball talent, which obviously leads to the question as to why hasn't Illinois been able to, uh, capitalize on this. Now, a, am I mistaken as to whether, uh, I, I think that there's no way that I'm mistaken. Uh, Chicago has to be a, a high school basketball gold mine. And then B, why can't fucking Illinois put a little fence around I mean, well, this?
0: Well, Illinois played for a national championship. Not that long ago. How long ago? I mean, in the past, like 20 years, they've played for a national championship. Jeez.
1: am I fucking drawing a blank here.
0: They, they, I believe they lost to it UConn and they blew up like a 20 point lead in the national championship. And they had uh, Darren Williams. Basketball man, was it UConn? I don't remember. But Illinois has been a good basketball program throughout the eighties, nineties, and early two thousands. They lost it for a bit there. Okay. But I also Michigan and Michigan State. Pete, you know, even Duke grabs kids out of Illinois or out of Chicago, Chicago all the time. I mean, Memphis. Derrick Rose was from Chicago. Yeah. Dwayne Wade was from Chicago. I don't know how the fuck he ended up at Marquette with Tom Crean. Right. Um, so Illinois though, you Juwan think Howard is-, is from Chicago.
1: You think they get the, uh, they're due from what they should be given, given the fact I mean, that the past decade, the in-state power,
0: yes, they could be more consistent. They could be more consistent, but I will say like, to, you know, it wasn't that long. No, it was Arizona, that Illinois, came back.
1: 2005, it Was Arizona,
0: right. That came back and beat them North Carolina. Yeah, dude. They had like a 20 point lead in that game.
1: 75 to 70,
0: 2005. They were up huge in that game. Everyone thought like, man, Illinois is running away with this. Yeah. North Carolina won that game.
1: That said, going back into the annals of history. Um, but they were good when they had Nick Anderson and Kenny battle. It looks like that was the only national championship that the state of Illinois has ever played. No, in.
0: Bradley, Bradley, Bradley's won national championships. Uh, go back to the fifties, buddy. 49.
1: Okay. Um, Bradley lost in 1950 to CCNY and lost in 1954 to uh, LaSalle. Okay. Never won one, but uh, still important. And and
0: Loyola made the final four. Not that long ago.
1: That's true. I'm talking about winners again, Colby.
0: You
1: focus on, you focus on losers. UVA
0: is not the best team in college basketball last year. But they won the championship Quid pro quo, Mr. Colt. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it means I'm pretentious. Okay. All right. Look. All right. At number uh, 11, I have the Villanova. Wildcats oh, wow. Cats. Because this team talk about a dangerous team too on the Texas tech level. Yeah. Jay Wright and Villanova getting better as the season goes along. I'm not doing that. I have to focus on this shit. I'm doing a shot by all myself. Right. Uh at number 10, I got the LSU Tigers. LSU has just been red hot lately. I know Willwood's paying people, but hey, they're winning games. College basketball. Kansas doing the same shit. What am I going to do? They're both in the top ten. I'm just trying to give you who I think the ten best teams are. Keep it rolling. LSU at number 10. I got Florida State at number nine. Even though they've lost, and and I still think right now, if LSU played Florida State, I would kind of favor LSU. Florida State has the better resume thus far. LSU did lose a home game to East Tennessee state. Who's not a bad team, but it's still a bad loss for them. Uh, at number eight, I got the Duke blue devils at number seven. I got West Virginia Mountaineers. Now Dukes. Duke's been pretty good ever since dropping the, the two in a row. We're going to see how they fare against UNC this weekend. Uh, West Virginia press Virginia, as they say, they're playing great ball. What are they at number six? Number seven. Number six, I got the Kansas Jayhawks. Kansas did beat West Virginia head to head. They play again uh, in the next uh, couple weeks. That should be a fun one to watch. This next one will be in Morgantown.
1: Oh, fun place to play.
0: And at number five, I got the Louisville Cardinals. I think Louisville is the best team in the ACC. I know Florida State won in Louisville, but I think Louisville is the best team in the ACC. And I think they're going to prove it over the next couple of weeks when they won won in Durham the way they won in Durham. I was convinced they're the best team in the ACC.
1: Trey Jones has proven to be a liability at at crunch situations this year. Um, And he seems to be their go-to guy in those situations.
0: Yeah, I mean, a little
1: overrated. They don't have a guy that's just going to get it done for them this year. A little
0: Rick Meyer effect, a little Ron Pallas effect maybe perhaps.
1: Again, Colby throwing serious salt, maybe, uh, maybe a little much at some of these players. Ron palace is considered one of the biggest busts in college football history. I said a I little,
0: it, I said a little bit of Ron palace, a little bit. Okay. Very little bit of Ron palace. Uh, and number four, I got the Dayton flyers. And if, and if you're flying in the area of Dayton, then you should come out to the Rhode Island at Dayton <laughs> game. And me and NC Nick will be there. So uh that's uh next Tuesday. Come out to that. I will be there. Uh number three, San Diego State. My top five doesn't change much. Florida State left, so therefore Louisville entered, but Dayton at four, uh San Diego State at three, Gonzaga at two, and Baylor at one. I don't think there's any way you can uh maybe you could argue San Diego State better than Gonzaga. That's the only thing. I think Baylor's the clear cut number one. It is definitely splitting hairs at that point. I think San Diego state's got the, the more athletic team and the better record. And they've played just about the same level of competition.
1: Look, there's something to be said for when you've never lost, you know,
0: uh, I agree. It, I mean,
1: say what you will. Yeah.
0: And Mark few, but those are the database top 25 rankings. I hope you enjoy them. I want to tell you that college experience. We're also brought to you by books.com. Look, just because she said she didn't want anything for Valentine's day. Doesn't mean she doesn't deserve anything, right? Well, in my case, maybe, but look, Valentine's, Valentine's day just isn't for lovers. It's for sharing the love with everyone. That's why hopefully you listen to the college experience and you're going to rate review, share on iTunes, right? So share that the best Valentine, some love. Share that. Share that. Let your mom know how much you love her. Your dad know. Your sister. Your brother. Or make that first move with someone you've had a crush on for a long time. Get your nuts up. Show that BDE off. and, And make that move, right? Not everyone prefers roses for Valentine's Day. The Bokes Company has you covered with a variety of beautifully styled bouquets. Sweet treats, plants, gifts, even succulents. No, Patty See, That's not a reference to a hey to a blowjob. Hey oh. Uh look. I know how important Valentine's Day is. I've been in the dating world. I had a girlfriend for six years once. And I had to go be that idiot, going out there buying. <laughs> Be buying shit oh, everywhere. And it mattered to her though. It really mattered to her. So it made, it made it, it was important. All right. And I, and, and me being the typical dude, uh, being the idiot, I was waiting to the last minute. Pretty much that morning of, she's still asleep. I'm out at CVS buying random shit. Right. Wouldn't it have been nice to have folks at that point? Exactly. And we're all super busy. So let's face it for many guys, Valentine's day ends up being an afterthought. <laughs> so that's why I suggest you go to Bokes.com. get ahead of the curve, get ahead of the curve. Have you ever bought flowers from the grocery store? <laughs> what do the most of them smell like most? Of, I bought them like a hundred times and they mostly smell like asshole. All right. So what I'm telling you is you need to try com because it's better than the grocery store. Right? The difference is striking. Blooms from bokes actually smell floral. So that's just something you need to do. Go to bokes.com. You trying to get that ass that you wanted? Just go to bokes.com. Get that covered, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Look, we got the XFL coming up. We got matchups coming up. I know. Patty are you getting flowers for your girlfriend?
1: Probably, I guess. Chocolates
0: or flowers I or I don't know, man. Whatever
1: the fuck whatever the fuck strikes me at six o'clock. Maybe I'll visit six
0: AM. You're gonna do what I uh, what I did? Six
1: PM. Dude, last year I took her out to the hard hard uh hard rock cafe. In Halloween. Nice dinner, yeah. I mean it was just fucking whatever. You know. Yeah. I was just like, All right, Let's go out to a local place that's close enough. Nice enough, you know. Nothing special that wouldn't have like a long line. I didn't think about this shit. She didn't deserve it. Let's be honest. Um, (laughs) And uh, caught a whole bunch of flack for not doing something nicer. You know, let me tell you this, women. Because that's our demographic. Yeah. All you five women out there listening right now. Get off your fucking high horse and do something nice for your man for Valentine's Day. Right. But. If I take you to hard rock cafe and I buy you a nice steak, I don't want to get shit on because there's not rose petals on the sides of the dishes.
0: I don't know the fuck we're talking about. I will tell you this. I recently read today that the hard rock hotel is closing in Las Vegas. Well, I'm not making that up.
1: I'm sure it's but uh,
0: the restaurant's a lot better.
1: There you go. See, and that's (laughs) what I did. I took her to the high class restaurant, a Hard Rock Cafe. Uh, look, I've done Valentine's Day a bunch before. I'm no pro at it. We all need boasts. in our life. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing either.
0: I mean, look, I got this Colombian girl calling me. I might call her, and uh, that's probably why she's messaging me.
1: She she wants to be
0: by herself on Valentine's Day.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what? So you well, have for yourself
1: it. a nice Valentine's Not day. Not
0: going to fall for it. Right. I got muddy waters over here. You're, you're a, you're a human being too, Colby.
1: I have feelings. You have feelings. So you deserve <laughs> a, a very loving Valentine's day too. So I say you give in to your whims and desires and enjoy the love of humanity.
0: Uh, I don't enjoy that. Oh gosh. But, um, but I will say I will college a,
1: football news.
0: Oh, how about our guy, Mike One Leach? Huh? Yeah. Landing. A little guy named KJ Costello from Mississippi State. From Stanford to Mississippi I'm sorry. State. Yeah. I'm serious. That's my, my point. These Evan Williams are catching up.
1: Evan Williams is catching up. But guess what? We're a step ahead because we have Mike One Leach leading the charge. Getting KJ Costello. That's a huge get. A very That's big get. That's a huge get. get. Wait, is he a fifth year now or? Yeah, because he got injured this year. He redshirted this year. Nice. So he's got a guy with a ton of
0: Or actually, I'm not sure actually. Maybe he experience. didn't experience he might have been a junior this year. He was gonna come out early. Yeah, he, he was injured. young. He yeah. was young when he was. I think, young. I think he was a junior this year.
1: Gotcha. So Leach gets Costello a a quantity. Is
0: he the best quarterback in the SEC
1: now? Well, like you said, we take uh Tua out of the equation, we take Burrow out of the occasion, From out, out of the equation. Uh, Kyle Trask has Yet proven to be He's a true... decent He's decent Uh, Newman The transfer from he, Wake To Georgia You gotta feel
0: like Knicks is gonna get better You got Mond But Mond looked like shit To me last year Yeah
1: Costello Has Felipe never Felipe
0: Franks at Arkansas
1: mm. Costello what? Costello has never Struck me as like A fucking World beater but potentially There's capable been
0: times I've been really impressed with Costello.
1: It's gonna be interesting to see how his stats translate from a, a a run first power system that David Shaw runs at Stanford to obviously the pass happy system. I
0: would put it like this though. If I was to make a sheet of the ten or twelve best quarterbacks in college football, he would be in that
1: list. He'd be on the short list. Yeah. Wow. Colby thinks KJ Costello is a game changer for the Mississippi Mississippi State Bulldogs. You're right. This Evan Williams is catching up. I'm telling you, buddy. Um, I think you may be right. I think that changes a little bit of the projection for Mississippi State's first year under Leach. Uh,
0: four star from Clemson quarterback Chase Bryce transfers to Duke. Cross division. And since is the ACC. They play each other once every twenty five years. Is he a graduate And uh, uh, is yeah, he a graduate yeah, transfer? Grad transfer, but I think he might get two years at Duke. Interesting. I don't know what the limitations. are.
1: we're going to have to look that up to see whether, uh, what the limitations are from within the conference against, uh, I think, I think, uh, as a grad transfer, you have a yeah. uh, right to go anywhere you want. I think it
0: might be cr- not on the schedule next year.
1: Okay. As long yeah, as you're yeah, not on the schedule. I, I, I'm not sure. Either way, this dude played admirably in Trevor Lawrence's absence right yeah. after, uh, who's the guy that went to Missouri? Uh, Kelly Bryant, Kelly Bryant yeah. transferred, Trevor Lawrence took over as a starter. He got injured against uh, NC State last year in Clemson. Uh, Chase Bryce took over, led them really on the back of Travis Etienne to a game-winning. Against Syracuse, second half. Yeah. Oh, was it against? It was against Syracuse. You're right. Um, and uh, then sat on the bench for the rest of the year and the following year. This year,
0: while what, Trevor what, Lawrence what better coach to walk into than than just like with Costello with Leach. This is, he's getting Bryce getting David Cutcliffe. Yeah. Daniel Jones. i talking about quarterback. a pedigree. Thaddeus Lewis played in the NFL. Some smart move by Chase Bryce. Yeah. Very smart move. I, I, and Duke once again, it makes them a contender in the coastal.
1: Yeah. Fucking Cutcliffe is a, a bit of a magician. He's always getting talent. When you think about the number of quarterbacks that he's produced at a school that had previously, basically in my, uh, Steve Spurrier. Memory, yeah, I mean, Steve Anthony Dillwig was he a spurrier uh, product? No,
0: he just a, I think he was a spurrier product, but uh, Spence Fisher, geez, digging into the database right now.
1: <laughs> who is uh, who has uh, Cutcliffe produced as quarterbacks? I mean, team?
0: well, Thaddeus Lewis, uh, Daniel Jones would be the top ones.
1: Thaddeus Lewis, Daniel Jones. uh,
0: Thomas Cirk, who is a good college quarterback, didn't make but him who's the guy ever. on
1: the Colts? Is that Thad Lewis?
0: Didn't they have Jacoby percent? And he was at NC state. NC state. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're getting at, but, uh, <laughs> I'll say this North Carolina quarterbacks. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, XFL, Patty C.
1: Yes.
0: We're going to pick the games on Wednesday. Yeah. And before we get into that, I want to tell you that Saturday and Sunday, there's two games each. Mm. We're not going to pick the games until Wednesday with the spreads, but, you all thought you wouldn't have football, yeah. But old Vince, old Vince,
1: coming through big time.
0: Uh, look, Saturday you got the Seattle Sea Dragons at the DC Defenders. I can't take this Seattle team seriously for, for many reasons. A Jim Zorn ran a fake field goal twice <laughs> out of the <laughs>
1: same ridiculous formation.
0: Out of the and he was in Washington D.C. at the time. I look at this team quarterbacks are uh, BJ Daniels and Brandon Silvers, Brandon Silvers played in the AAF.
1: That point was that, the, the, him running those two plays may have been the low point of Washington. No, Washington no, no. Football. I think it's
0: the low point of national football league football.
1: Wow. Tim Zorn is responsible. He for
0: had one offensive lineman against four defensive players, <laughs> defensive <right>. lineman <laughs> on multiple plays, All right?
1: They had like 50 yards to go. For he the was baseball. able
0: to fix like he saw how bad it was on the first draft.
1: Yeah, in the second draft. To, yeah,
0: no, no. I'm gonna say that's a draft.
1: Yeah, it's a draft. Right? right,
0: and and then he gets to see he he has the I almost respect the balls to do it again because like, even though he's like the special teams coordinator, would never think i will run it again. <laughs> and then sure enough, boom, it's happening. Uh, look, BJ Daniels, former South Florida quarterback, and uh, Brandon Silver's who started in the AAF, I believe, for the Birmingham Iron, if memory serves me correct. Nice. Uh, they're the quarterbacks for Seattle. I don't know who I'm assuming Silvers will start. But I don't know. Daniels has got some mobility, so maybe that factors in. Keenan Reynolds, old old Navy guy. Remember him?
1: Speaking of quarterbacks.
0: Well, he's a running back now at Navy or at uh at in at the Sea Dragons Institute of Dragonville. <laughs> um and they got my guy Austin Prohl, North Carolina.
1: Presumably,
0: his bro- yeah, Ricky Pearl's son. Yeah, uh, also his brother is a wide receiver at East Carolina. His younger brother. Nice. Currently, um, I think Seattle's going to get the shit kicked out of him because DC's got a pretty loaded team by Pep Hamilton. They also got a linebacker coach named Kirk Gavea who won some championships under the Washington Redskins. Woo! Boom! Son played at Virginia Tech. There you go. Uh, well, I can tell you that in uh, the, the the defenders have a pretty good team because they got Cardell Jones and Tyree Jackson, Tyree Jackson, classic example of uh, maybe both these guys, classic example of uh quarterbacks that should have stayed in school. They didn't get big payouts in the NFL. They did play in the, or last for a season or two in the NFL, but then they ended up here, which makes you think they probably should have played another year or two of old college ball. Oh Yeah. Uh, especially Tyree Jackson was at Buffalo.
1: Both pulled the trigger a year too soon. Yeah,
0: both got lied to by agents. Yeah, or family members or something. Um, uh, but they're both capable quarterbacks, and you mix that with running backs. Uh, you got oh, Nick Brousset from uh, LSU. You got your guy Khalid Abdullah from uh, JMU. Donald yeah. Pumphrey from San Diego State.
1: Well, obviously Pumphrey proved it on the big stage. Um, setting, I believe he's the NCAA all time. Was it single seed yeah. or season or career rushing? I think our career, leader. Leader. career rushing our third leader.
0: round pick by the Philadelphia Eagles.
1: Unbelievable stats, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Khalil Abdullah, to be honest, uh, or Khalid Abdullah, having seen him play against North Dakota state in the FCS semifinals a few years back, I couldn't believe that my Dukes were home to What I thought was at that time, like a top 15 running back in the NFL, you know, having watched him play, he got a a look for the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously that didn't work out because now we find him in the XFL with DC, but this guy, fantastic running back.
0: You know, the XFL, I mean, sometimes you just don't match with a certain team. You go to another league. Like Kurt Warner was in the arena football league. He was in the world football league. Yeah. These things
1: happen. You just need a second. You saw
0: Greg Ward on the Eagles this year. You saw, uh, Garrett Gilbert on the Browns this year cuz the PT. So yeah. this dude is special. Khaled Abdul. Uh I was uh, i was talking about Pumphrey. I'm fucking around. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of AAF though, the uh the wide receivers for DC, Rashad Ross was a beast in the AAF this past year. I believe he was on the uh the hot shots. If memory serves me correct. Nice. They also have Eli Rogers from Louisville. Uh Malachi Dupree from LSU as Malachi Dupree. <laughs> and DeAndre Tompkins from Penn State. Nice. They got. I'm curious to see who's
1: talented. A lot of skill positions.
0: Even their defense. Scooby Wright from uh, Arizona. Safety Matt Elam from Florida. Matt Elam was a fucking
1: hitter at Florida.
0: I remember him. I thought he. I actually thought he would have a good pro career. I remember part.
1: he blew someone's head straight off their body and gave him the old sleep, uh, sleep symbol. Uh, know. Gotcha. Two hands next to the head. Good night.
0: Uh, then Saturday night you get the wildcats at the roughnecks petty. C, and this is a game that is interesting. If a tech look, tech mobile really failing us here, how so? Cause the NFL has a contract with Madden. Yes. Only John Madden that's in their contract. They can't, there's no more NFL game day or NFL blitz.
1: So the NFL has exclusive rights and all of EA the-
0: sports and John Madden, mm. which makes it the perfect opportunity. For Tecmo to keep their eight bit or sixteen bit format, whatever, yeah, and do the X Mobile, boom, and do Tecmo with the XFL and put it on platforms every day, so kids can can explain, like, put it on their Xbox One, PlayStation. You want
1: to popularize your product right away? Give associate it with the premier football game in all of video game history.
0: Yes. And especially when you, the LA Wildcats, their head coach is a guy named Winston Moss, who was a linebacker in Techno Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Boom. And his defensive coordinator is a former linebacker in tackle Bowl for the New York Giants named Pepper Johnson. Boom. And his special teams coach is a former safety in Techno Bowl for the San Diego Chargers named Martin Bayless. Boom. And then they also have a former NFL defensive back, the Smith, who was not in Techno Bowl the, the Nintendo versions. He was probably in the other ones. But, um, Otis Smith played for the jets.
1: They have loaded their coaching staff yes. with Tecmo legends.
0: Exactly. That's why the game needs to happen. Patty See Josh Johnson, though, their quarterback, former Washington Redskins, was going to be in the AAF, but, but, but the Redskins caught him up. They get some PT last year, Played for the, I believe he played,
1: you see the one that was on the pen or the, uh, Bucks before. Yeah. Bucks.
0: And I believe maybe even the, he played for the Browns. He was know, a right? decent player. Yeah. From San Diego university. Uh, they're running back. Larry Rose. I remember him. He was a baller at new Mexico state.
1: Elijah hood, former Notre Dame commit that ended up going to North Carolina.
0: Yeah. And uh, don't forget at Wide receiver, former AAF, uh, San Diego fleet player, Nelson spruce, Colorado, Buffalo was good on the fleet. Nice. And Josh smallwood at, at Oklahoma party. Patty. See, you're used to small wood. Oh yeah. And, uh, Kicker Nick Novak cost the Chargers a few games. I'm sure our guy Justin Decker would appreciate them. Now the Roughnecks on the other side, June Jones. <laughs> I really like this Roughnecks team.
1: June Jones is probably the last dude that should be coaching a team called the Roughnecks.
0: I love it. His offensive coordinator, former Techno Bowl, Super Bowl Atlanta Falcon quarterback, Chris Miller. You gotta love that.
1: He's the offensive coordinator.
0: Yep. And their defensive huh. coordinator is Ted Cottrell, Long time NFL defensive coordinator for the jets and the chiefs yeah. and Vikings. Um, They're fun. Yeah. I'm loving everything about this team now. now PJ Walker, Connor cook. I have no idea. They don't strike me as kind of run and shoot quarterbacks. So if there's any re I'm a little scared of that.
1: Now Chris Miller's uh, experience with the Falcons, what do they have? Like the red gun or whatever the fuck they were it with called? June Jones. though. yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you would expect them to continue with this, uh, spread run and shoot style. Uh, Connor cook. Bless you. Uh, Connor cook a typical big 10 Michigan state. I formation pound the so rock. I'm saying it doesn't really action. fit. It
0: doesn't really fit the style. Yeah. Thank you. By the way.
1: Um, maybe more so PJ Walker, but even still they're, they're he, they've been a pound at rock temple is
0: a power running team. Yeah. Uh, Andre Williams, Boston college. I thought he was going to have a decent pro career, but he was a lot like Mike Cloud, Andre Williams, and William Green, Boston College Most running backs college that was, didn't make it yeah. in the pros. Yes. Um, they have James Butler, former Iowa running back, and Cam Phillips. You remember that name, Patty C? Did he came out oh, early. Yeah. I think he came out early, didn't he? Potentially. I think he
1: came out a year early. Sammy Coates had a great career at Auburn. Yeah, he was
0: good. And uh, so, so looking forward to them, the Vipers. Now, this this team is just you got once again. You got Mark Tressman, you got Jerry Glanville on the coaching staff, you Got Aaron Murray. This quarterback room is, is impressive. Taylor Cornelius from Oklahoma state chase Litton, Marshall, even Quentin flowers is a hybrid, but obviously Aaron Murray is going to be the, the cream of the crop, right?
1: Yeah. Another AF uh, second tier. And he, he seems like he's going to be a, a career tier two league number two quarterback. He's a, he's
0: a Kurt Warner waiting to happen then.
1: Maybe we'll see.
0: Those are Saturday's games. Aaron uh, Murray
1: just always lacked the pro physical attributes. He had all of the skill set. He's just an inch too short and twenty pounds too light.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I still think, man, he's got a little he's got a little chance. He's got a little chance to, to get his game together, get we'll out see. there.
1: We'll see. We'll see.
0: And the Guardians, the Guardians roster is just is just okay. You got Kevin Bro- Gilbride, a head coach for former guy got punched in the face. Chris Dishman, <laughs> former techable defensive back Houston Oilers uh, Marquise Williams, I think is going to be their starting quarterback if I was to assume, but I don't know. Luis Press started in the AAF. Matt McGloin played at Penn state some talent there running back situation. I'm not that familiar with wide receiver wise. I remember Colby Pearson at BYU. So those, that's the, the first Sunday game. The uh, the second Sunday game, Battle Hawks Renegades. Battle Hawks uh, once again, former Tech Bowl player Jonathan Hayes, tight end. OC Chuck Long, that's a Techno player, former Oklahoma OC, former Iowa Hawkeye quarterback, took him to the Rose Bowl. Uh, wide receiver coach Az Hakeem. This quarterback room is a little bit interesting, Miss, because you have Mississippi Mississippi State graduates. Oh man little rivalry going on with uh, Nick Fitzgerald and Jordan Tamu. Um, I don't know. Is there a team that there's, hold on, let's get to the renegades before you say renegades. I actually, I think there's a team that really strikes me as, as one that you got to love. Bob Stoops, former Oklahoma head coach. This is the Dallas renegades. OC is Hal mummy offensive alignment coach, former BC coach, Jeff uh, Jagosinski. And uh, they got Scott Spurrier tight end coach. And my guy, Jim Jeffcoat at D Lyman. Nice. You gotta love some Jim Jeffcoat. Uh, quarterbacks now. Dun- Eric Dungie, Philip Lindsay. Eric Dungey from Syracuse. Philip Lindsay, uh, East Carolina guy. He was in the AAF for the San Diego Fleet through that behind the back pass last year. Nice. And then you have Landry Jones, which you would expect Landry Jones to start after he started for the Steelers some games. And, and being a Bob's Dudes uh, former disciple. Well, Bob Soup's going, how mummy on the offensive side of things is a Mike Leach protege, him and Mike Leach, how, how mummy and Mike Leach had, uh, they, they coached together at uh, several schools, Kentucky, yeah. Valdosta state. Uh, interesting to see that, but even the, this team is talented because that running back Lance Dunbar. This guy was starting games on the Dallas Cowboys. Not that long ago. And then uh artist Payne, a former Auburn, Auburn, running back is back there. They even got a guy named Christian Kuntz. At linebacker for the for the Duquesne uh
1: Who who on name alone makes <laughs> yeah. makes him noteworthy uh, uh, and a player to watch.
0: And of course, don't forget Josh Hawkins, East Carolina cornerback.
1: I want to see Cunt's jersey for the Renegades.
0: Yeah, that's what you that's what you need, buddy. Out of all the XFL teams, is there a roster that strikes you as the best?
1: Well, I mean like you said, uh Washington the DC defenders jumps off the page with Cardell and Tyree, Tyree Jackson in terms of quarterback talent and physically speaking, and obviously Donald Pumphrey and uh, Khalid Abdullah. Um, You mentioned Rashad Ross having some uh, success in the AAF last year and Scooby Wright and Matt Elam on the defensive side of the ball being, are
0: we, are we we at the college experience making the DC defenders the favorite to beat in the XFL?
1: I think we may be in the nation's capital. Uh, has had a Their uniforms uh, are horrible They have terrible uniforms But in terms of a fan base That may pay extra attention To a secondary football team D.C. is probably One of the few cities That would be willing to do that Based on the Redskins Complete futility over the past 20 to 30 years or So that in combination With the talent and the coaching I think D.C. may be the coach to, uh, team To beat in the XFL this year
0: uh, I think I might co sign that based off roster. Guys, we are the college experience. If you could rate, review, share, follow, subscribe, we'd really appreciate it. He's Patty C. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. You can find NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore Nick. And before I get to me, I want to tell you that the Sports Gaming Podcast Network, you can find on Twitter at the SGPN Network. And you can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. If you've got any questions for next episode, fire them away. We're going to we're going to handicap all the XFL games. Look at the college basketball this weekend. We appreciate you coming on. This is the college experience. I appreciate you listening. I should say this is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours and we out.